a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. Finally, episode thirty eight of the Spanish Announce Table getting off the ground. We're going. Yeah, having a few technical difficulties there. What's to kick new? It off. What's honestly new with that? No, you know what? Nothing. Nothing at all. You know what uh, did work properly though? What is that? The equipment when we interviewed our guest tonight. We got a guest tonight. How yes. excited are you about that? I'm very excited uh, and was excited when we actually did the interview. We most pre-record those earlier just because we don't want the guest to stick because we never know when we're actually going to begin the second hour ish. Right. So we like to tell them a time to show up and we do it then. Right. Travis Conley. Travis Conley, uh, owner of the Underground Gym, uh, Purple. No, I messed up again. Brown Man. Belt. Jesus, he's going to kick my ass. I, he already and he, can. And he very well can. Oh, he, yeah, easy. Uh, brown Belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And, oh, and former pro wrestler trained under Harley Race. Not just the Harley Race Wrestling Academy, trained by trained by Harley Race. Harley Race. Oh my God! Oh my God! And it's a great interview. Oh my God! We uh, we posted a link on our Twitter uh, with one of Travis's matches that he he's going to talk about in uh, the interview. Yes, we'll post it again uh, after uh, we launch this show. Yes, but uh, check it out, and uh, it's a great interview. Great yes. interview. Fun match uh, uh, online, uh, but man. Such a yes. cool time. Look forward to that in the second hour. Second hour-ish. And this interview itself is an hour long. Hell yeah. Bad as Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. What we do. Getting a little crazy. We kick off the show. We're having a, um, uh, I don't want to give them a free plug, but it's a, it's a uh, energy drink. It's an energy drink. That will kickstart your day. Yes. Wink. You might be able to. Climb a mountain. Yes. So, we on the Spanish announce table, I being Captain Awesome. Me being T-Mac. Yes, with his great grammar. Hello. We I'm college educated. do <laughs> pro wrestling talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and we do. And we, we begins it with the news. You ready for the news? I am. I love the news. <laughs> Woo. It was loud. No headline on this one. Okay, let me hear it. After last week's sad news of the passing of the Ultimate Warrior, authorities have released the autopsy report. This is taken straight from WrestlingNews.co. TMZ.com is reporting that the Ultimate Warrior's cause of death is officially ruled as a massive heart attack. The official cause from the coroner's office was, uh, forgive me for butchering this, uh, atherosclerotic arteriosclerotic, I don't know exactly how you say it, cardiovascular disease, or simply put, heart disease. Mm. Officials classified the cause of death as natural, which means that drugs or alcohol were not involved. Uh, 
There will be speculation that perhaps steroid use may have contributed, and that is definitely possible, but it should be noted that Warrior's father and grandfather also passed away in their 50s. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, and again, I mean, we we learned of this last show, mid-show, and we talked about it ad nauseum, so we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it, but, I mean, obviously this part was news. Yeah. The actual ruling. Yeah, the actual of how We all figured it out as it was going along, you know, the reports of him clutching his chest and... God, you know, I mean, that sucks, man. It definitely sucks. You know, we always try to make some funny jokes or make it lighthearted, but this one, yeah, no, and that's why that's why I didn't do a headline because, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm sure we'll get into it when we talk about WWE and their tribute and all that jazz. So maybe we'll move on and keep the show lighthearted for the time being. Ready? Yeah, Yeah. Wait, does this involve Hornswoggle somehow? Oh God, what? Quote, WWE tops ESPN, Turner Sports, Nike, MTV, and GoPro winning three Shorty Awards. (laughs) Stanford, Connecticut, April 8, 2014. WWE was named the winner of three 2014 Shorty Awards. Best brand mobile app, best use of social media for sports, and best brand on YouTube. The winners of the 6th Annual Shorty Awards were announced uh, April 7th at the New York Times building in New York City. The WWE app, which has more than 11 million downloads in 220 countries since it launched in August of 2012, was named the best brand mobile app topping MTV, E, Bravo Now, Nike SB, VH1, and Bleacher Reports Team Stream app. WWE received two additional awards, including best use of social media for sports by providing unprecedented social and digital coverage of last year's WrestleMania 29, beating HBO Boxing, NCAA March Madness Live, and Turner Sports. That March Madness Live is an impressive app, by the way. Uh, and and they use social media like mm-hmm. crazy for that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, WWE also won an award for the best brand on YouTube. With more than 3.1 million subscribers, WWE on YouTube is one of the most followed entertainment and sports brands on YouTube, with more than 2 billion total video views in 2013. The Shorty Awards honor the best of social media, recognizing the people and organizations producing real-time, short-form content across Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, Instagram, Vine, and the rest of the social web. Man, WWE kills it. Oh, they're the absolute best. And they only recently got into this. Right. They're the absolute best. They have professionals working at every level in every aspect of their company. There was a time shortly before they got into it, we kept saying TNA was almost beating them to the punch. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. I mean, if you were honestly think of the network, TNA did it first. Oh, yeah. TNA did it first. And they were using Twitter hashtags first. Oh, yeah. Scroll across. But WWE came and said, oh, yeah, I see what you're doing. Let yeah. me do it. Yeah. The only thing God with damn. those awards, because obviously I love to complain. If you haven't listened to the show, sure. What's new? Uh, or if you have, what's new? But let's fucking come. Best for sports. It's not a fucking sport. Well, it was. Um, no, it's not a sport. No, is uh, you know how they oh, got yeah, unpre- for sports. Yeah, you know how they got unprecedented yeah. coverage is because the wrestlers are forced to do for the fucking interview. Yeah. Sorry, Manny Pacquiao or Floyd Mayweather is going to say, fuck you, it, HBO Boxing. Yeah. I got to count Although money. NFL. Yeah, NFL, NFL. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unprecedented. Well, no yeah. shit. It's not a real fucking sport. It's theater. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. God damn true. it. I hate that. But they still beat the shit out of oh, any other now, entertainment yeah. show. Yeah, I mean, oh, they beat everyone. It's sports of anyone's coming close to them, I would think. Right. Even. Yeah. And now, they're still you, beating them. Yeah. If you took away the sports, I'd completely 100% agree with everything. Yeah. But they're not a fucking sport, man. All right. Well, here we go. Next up. 
Pay attention, TNA. Yeah. E-Wrestling News reports, with the launch of the WWE Network, the company plans on no longer using the term pay-per-view when referring to their monthly events. They are now reportedly planning on phasing out the term pay-per-view and will refer to the shows as special events instead. Since each special event is now factored into the price of the WWE Network, fans will not actually be paying specifically to watch each event. Yeah, TNA, like your free pay-per-views. Right. They call them free pay-per-views. <laughs> That's well, literally the term they use. It doesn't make sense. Hey, send me a free dollar. See, it didn't fucking make sense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a free pay per view. Yeah. Well, I'm not paying to view it, so it's not a pay per view. Yeah. But it's free. No, it's not. Yeah, no. You're so and I think that's the right way to go. I mean, eventually. Pay per view has been its numbers have been dwindling over time anyway. Oh yeah, and so WWE's getting a little ahead of the curve here, thinking okay, pay per view be around a lot longer. Than, I mean, it's not going to die out in the next couple of years. Well, and I think but. that what they want to do is you know be that on the go kind of content. Hey, I'm you know in New York, uh, I got to walk to work. I want to watch Raw because I'm closing that yeah. night. Well, I can watch it on my phone in the I train or whatever. You know, feel I mean, like they they could come up with a more no, I like special. Event. I like special event. Yeah, I just think maybe there's. I'm glad they didn't call it epic event. I'm yeah, tired of the word. But epic. I feel like somewhere out there, and I'd have to do some thesaurus checking, but there's got to be a single term that would encompass right what it is. But who knows? But that's the difference they know what right doing. there. Right there, that's the difference between TNA and WWE. Details. Free pay per view. Yeah. What the fuck are it's, you talking about? It's in the about? details. Somebody yep. WWE has somebody that that clearly that goes. All right, what are we doing? The fuck does this mean? Right. We're not doing that. Yeah. And, and generally have, it's Vince or Triple right. H, you know. Well, but or what they really have, and this is what I thought they've always been great at and why they are amazing at uh, their social media content and all this stuff, is where TNA gets wrestlers to help out because they want to do it for the love of business, and that's perfect. WWE gets professionals who may not even like pro wrestling, but they're going to do a fucking phenomenal job because they're outside of the bubble. Yeah. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why WWE is number one. Because they're special. They have special events. You're welcome for breaking the streak. What? Hmm? What? What? WWE has sent out a survey to certain people on their mailing list for feedback on WrestleMania. The survey asks if you subscribe to the WWE Network before WrestleMania, if you watch the show, what matches you liked, and what matches you were happy with the result for. WWE asked fans if they were happy with the Undertaker streak ending. Another question asks, who should have ended it? And here are the options. Brock Lesnar. Like, it's the option is Brock Lesnar. I was happy with the outcome. Right. Hulk Hogan. No. Triple H. No. Roman Reigns. No. Shawn Michaels. Yes. Damian Sandow. That'd be cool. Steve Austin. No. Daniel Bryan. No. John Cena. No. No one. No. What stuck out to me there is, Damien Sandow was on that list. Well, they got to throw a mid-carder to make you think. Like I guess, but I mean, so I, I get Lesnar. I understand why they put Hogan on the list. Triple H. I understand Roman Shawn Reigns Michaels. even. I understand Shawn Michaels. I mean, I don't understand Roman Reigns, but I understand Roman Reigns being on the list. Steve Austin, Daniel Bryan, John Cena, no one. But out of all the other people that could have picked out of that. Right. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. You know. Damien Sandow's on right. that. Not Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Bray Wyatt would have been cool. Damien Sandow. Good for him. Interesting. Good for him. Yeah. I, I'd like to see the results of that survey. Yeah. Let's get the results. Yeah. Wouldn't that be interesting? Mm-hmm. Mm. You're welcome 
for being a super nice guy. Okay. Uh, thanks. Not you. All right. WWE superstar Damian Sandow was spotted giving money to homeless people in New Orleans, Louisiana during the WrestleMania 30 weekend. He was seen by several fans handing out $10 bills to homeless people on the streets. And this is not something he did for WWE cameras or publicity, and he never said anything about it on social media. He clearly did not want it publicized. Uh-huh. But How he cool did. What was that? But he did. Yeah. You don't let that get out. It's true. You know. Yeah, he could have given it to somebody. Right. But it's still cool that he's out there giving out some of his cash. He, he, you know, this is the thing about the roster. I feel this is the most talented roster since 92. Since 92 even. Mm-hmm. Even when they had, like, Benoit Guerrero, Kurt Angle. Yeah. Really? I think this has the most potential Hall of Famers. It's it's up there. Because yeah. remember during the Guerrero-Benoit, you also had Rene Dupree and Orlando mm. Jordan. Remember that? Yeah. So that's what people tend to overlook. 92 Orlando was just Jordan. sick with everyone. Like, mm-hmm. yes. Shawn uh, yeah. Michaels was starting. I do forget it. 92 was, yeah. yeah, Michaels, Razor, Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Yeah, all of them. Perfect. Lex Luger yeah. was in there. But with this roster, I also feel like this could be the greatest group of guys. Like, I know there's going to be someone that's a bad apple, and maybe that bad apple had walked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. It seems Katie, like Katie, I'm sorry. Yeah, Katie, I'm sorry. But it genuinely seems like every one of these guys is a fucking cool dude. Yeah, no, I agree with you that. Know? They do so, seem like a cool dude. Yeah, good for yeah, them. Yeah. Just give money to homeless. Only a hundred thousand dollars. I know, right? Yeah. Chump change. That's all we've gotten in the PayPal account from donations. <laughs> we can now confirm. That WWE main event will no longer be airing on Ion TV as WWE's contract with them expired on April 2nd and the network opted not to renew the program. According to sources, WWE main event was only making WWE around $100,000 per week, so it wasn't seen as a top priority. The company is expecting their TV profits to rise big time as they continue to negotiate their Raw and SmackDown TV contracts as well as the WWE network. I want to get to the point yeah. where $100,000 a week. Yeah. It doesn't seem worth it. That's stupid. Now, granted, how much they're spending to make that hundred thousand, and it's still profit. But you got to look at the margins. Obviously, like if we spent four million and made four million one hundred thousand, it seems ridiculous right. to go through all that. Yeah, man. But that sucks because Ion is considered a uh, network television. So if you don't have cable and you just literally have the bare minimum, like with right. the bunny ears, you get Ion. Right. And. You got to think there's some wrestling fans out there. As, That's all they as, see. As cheap as Kids. $10 is, I've been in that spot where fucking cable is God, you know, somewhere where we have to work to get to. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get you. So I feel like, damn it, man, if you were making money, put it on the free, free, Well, the free... network opted not to renew it, it said. Oh, well, fuck them then. Yeah. <laughs> But and then WWE probably didn't shop it around to other people until they figure out this other deal because they're like, right? If I, what are we going to sell them on? Right? You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, fuck Ion. Uh, but I wish it was on some type of free platform to where, you know, the bare minimum is getting is getting uh, this for free. I agree. I agree. So let's move on. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Farewell, Saban. No way. What? 
E-Wrestling News and PWInsider.com report. TNA veteran Chris Saban is parting ways with the company. The former TNA World Heavyweight Champion's contract with the company expired, and his last official booking was the one-night-only pay-per-view taping on Saturday night in Orlando, Florida. According to one source, TNA did make Saban an offer to resign. However, much like the AJ Styles situation, it was reportedly a lowball type of offer, one that Saban turned down. Do you think now, since now his contract's up, do you think maybe he had it in his contract, similar to Benoit, where it's like, I have to be champ once? Mm. And contractually, you have to give it to me. So that's why he became champ. I wonder. Maybe, you know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah. it still it came out of nowhere, weird. and then they immediately like shit on it. Yeah. Oh, see ya. Later. So I feel like maybe that was a contractual thing that he worked in there, but that sucks because I really liked his. Whoa! There we go. Oh my good God! It is new day. Yeah, I, oh. something was wrong. So yeah, everything's wrong with, with my life. All right. Sorry. Katie. <laughs> uh, but what I was going to say is, um, what was I saying? Man, I Saban. just feel brand new right now. Saban. Okay, here we go. Uh, I like that kind of woman bodyguard, you know, fun Alpha heel female. thing. Yeah, I like that heel thing he He's was like doing. riding on her shoulders. Right. It was fun. <laughs> but, again, similar probably how you feel about AJ Yeah, is how I feel oh, about yeah. Saban. Uh, Saban was- and I really think they're maybe... The reason why they're lowballing all these guys is they kind of want to move into a new direction. Oh, they do, but not be an so, asshole. Also, and I didn't include this really in the news, but uh, Robbie E and Gunner are both certain long or multi-year contracts. Mm-hmm. New um, guys. So did James Storm. Yeah, he's an original, but but he's still got some worth, right? Yeah, you know, he's what still mean? got that cowboy. Yeah, but he's you know what I mean. He's gimmick. He can get over in different ways. Yep. So you know his his face run it ended. Let's move him heel, and all of a sudden he's a, he's an intriguing heel now, right? But, Anyway, uh, yeah. You think Velvet gone. Sky goes too? Ooh, I don't know. They're they're pumping her pretty hard right now. <laughs> Pardon the expression, <laughs> Katie. I'm sorry. Katie, I'm sorry. Boy, wouldn't we like to be pumping her hard? Um, I don't know because um, Alex Shelley was in talks with WWE, but then he got injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we could see a Motor City Machine Guns show up on Ring of Honor. On Ring of Honor, yeah. Yeah, I don't know with AJ because there's talk of the Ascension getting pulled up from NXT. Yep. Maybe we're actually going to get this tag team division we're talking about. Well, Motor City Machine Guns. I would not mind seeing them as a tag team again. Oh, yeah. I under like the them. WWE umbrella. Especially if you put – okay, so think of this. I think this would be a cool idea. 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 Excuse me. I-D-E-A. Right? Because <laughs> if you look at the tag team division, yeah. Real Americans gone. Yep. Goldie Rhodes looks like nothing. Yeah. Rybaxel just sounds stupid. Axel back. Axel back. Which we'll talk about later. Right. So uh, – you pay Velvet Sky's contract, get her out of it, and you almost recreate the Hardy Boys, but with the Motor City machine guns. Velvet Sky's the Lita doing her fun stuff, and you got the fucking flying woo, and all those fuckers like that shit, you know? Yeah. Motor City machine guns got Motor the Hardy guns. Ascension's up there. Ascension, Usos, Motor City machine guns. You could have great. You could do a TLC with those three. Yeah. Ha. It'd be good. I did it. It'd You're be welcome. Good. All right, we'll move on. Okay. Save and gone. Save and gone. Final story. Million Mania March. What the hell does that mean? WWE sent out the following record 1 million U.S. households watch WrestleMania. They announced that WrestleMania 30 reached a record 1 million households in the U.S. alone on WWE Network and pay-per-view combined. The first time WrestleMania has eclipsed this mark domestically. 
That's awesome. With more than 667,000 WWE Network subscribers in the U.S. and nearly 400,000 domestic pay-per-view buying homes for WrestleMania 30, WWE is confident that it will reach its goal of 1 million subscribers by the end of 2014. Uh, the network launched on February 24th in the U.S. and successfully streamed six hours of live coverage of WrestleMania 30 on Sunday, April 6th. Additionally, more than 7.1 million hours of video content was viewed on WWE Network during WrestleMania week from Tuesday, April 1st through Tuesday, April 8th, which I think is cool because now they can get specific mm-hmm. things. We can know 7.1 million hours of video content was viewed yep. in this week alone. You can sell that to advertisers even better than, oh, we have a... Nielsen ratings are guesstimations, mm-hmm. is all they are. Yep. Which is not a real word. Estimations. I like it. Uh, they really are. Mm-hmm. They're based on, oh, well, we got this number, so we're going to extrapolate that and give you this. Right. Well, no. This is you exact. You don't know because me and T-Mac might be in the similar demographics. We're both similar age. You know what I mean? Similar right. uh, income brackets. Uh, we watch some things, but you might think one show's great, and I think it fucking sucks. So you but can't I'm, just extrapolate that everybody of this right. thing is watching that. But anyway, but I so, typically am right. Uh, it, <laughs> WWE Network will be rolled out in Canada, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Hong Kong, and the Nordics in late 2014, early 2015. Man, Canada, it's going to explode yeah, up there. I know. I mean, Jesus. Right. And hey, the UK? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, they'll get their one million. Hey, I've got one more story. Hey! i got one more story. Okay. Start your speculation engines now. Ooh. I like how I had a headline. This is my first headline. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Let's do that again. Yeah. Start your speculation engines now. What? (laughs) Well, this is going to get everyone talking. Sting appeared in the first part of the Ultimate Warrior Week special that aired tonight. Nice. This is his first appearance Ever yes. in WWE in any type of yes, capacity. Yes, yes, So. So. This is either an indication that he has signed mm-hmm. or at least he's going to do a one-off. Right. Huh? Oh, yeah. How crazy. He's there. God, I want to see that now. Did you see the photo he put out of him and Warrior? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Sting and the thing. I don't want to ruin it because it, it gave the details of what Sting says. I, I'm going to want to watch it. So for those who haven't seen it, sure. go watch it. But he talks about a Warrior story. Yeah. And so, man, I just – two things. I want to hear that story from him. And I kind of want to see the Warrior week because it's oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, so fresh. It is what it is. But I just can't believe Sting – is in WWE. In WWE. You guys, for the new wrestling fans. Yeah. This that, is this is a unicorn. This this is a unicorn. Yeah. I mean, I never ever I thought maybe when they bought WCW, he'd come over, but then by like two thousand three, I was like, Nope, never gonna happen. Specifically then he didn't do it because he didn't like the raunchy product. Right. He's Christian and right. kids. Now at this point, he was in TNA. And they're doing more raunchy and, and stuff. Raunchy, and they're yeah. WWE's PG. And everybody right. was like, what are you doing, dumbass? Right. And you're leaving. It's time to go make your millions and yep. get your DVD and your Hall of Fame and get out. God, I can't wait to see him. Oh, <sighs> my God. I can't wait to see him. Shut up. Oh, I'm going to yeah. freak the fuck out. I don't care. You're- I'm almost kind of like, almost like I'd prefer not at this point. I mean, it's it's intriguing, I'll say, because just to see how they do it. But like... Because at this point, to me, he's been done for long enough. Any nostalgia that he ever would have brought up, like, to me, it's like, it's, for me, now it's the Ric Flair factor where it's like, all right, Ric Flair's out here doing this again when it's well past time to be done doing this. Here's my thing. You know what I mean? Here's the two things that has me interested. Yes. Do I agree his wrestling 
has passed him. Yeah. Right. First off, he's not embarrassing in the ring. No. So he can still do a serv- serviceable match. Sure. Here's where I just can't wait. And here's my two reasons. One, it's fucking Sting, right? Yeah. And two, they, WWE, is th- they are the best at doing that Undertaker kind of uh, weird spirit things, you know? Sure, yeah. Oh, the production? The production. Of, it? All right. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Sting being that character with now uh, the WWE's creative backing, yeah. could you imagine? The shit they do with Bray Wyatt is mm-hmm. amazing. Imagine yeah. the nostalgia and now that backing their for ability, Sting. Their ability huh. to shit the bed on some things. They won't do it on this one. They know how special it is. They've been working on it since he's quit in TNA. Let's get out of the news. Oh, We're going to come back Sting. from break. We're going to come back from break and we are going to talk about WWE. Ah. Yep. Let's talk about what happened this week in that realm. When we come back to the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Rob Schamberger painting everything WWE related. What do you got going on? Where can we buy your stuff? Where can we get all your uh, fun videos, all that fun stuff? Uh, there's always robschamberger.com, R-O-B-S-C-H-A-M-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. It's almost like a J-E-double-F, J-E-double-R. And, you know, got the store up there. Also, just if you just want to see the stuff, I've got the galleries there for people to check out. There's auction.wwe.com. There will be two big paintings coming up, like one of the Shield, one of Randy Orton that are like 22 by 30 paintings. And also uh, within the next week at WWE Shop, we're going to have five posters launch. There's going to be Hulk Hogan and Warrior, the ones that we had at Access. There's also going to be John Cena, Undertaker, and Daniel Bryan. And after the very strong performance at Access, there's going to be a lot of product coming in the very near future. Yes. I'm excited that you got some up on, you said on on Shop WWE. Good, because we recently joined the affiliate program for that. So you go to our website, click through it, you buy stuff for Rob, he gets money, we get money. Yes. There you go. We're all happy. We're all happy. You get a painting. (laughs) Badass painting. This is cool. So robshamberger.com, S-C-H-A-M-B-E-R-G-E-R, right? Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. You know how to spell that. (laughs) Nope. Shop WWE, auction.wwe.com, right? Yep. Well, this has been awesome. Let me uh, play your uh, Ain't no your music. Me now. Your yeah. music. Suck yeah. it, Shelton. <laughs> yeah, suck it, Shelton. New hashtag. Suck, it, suck Shelton. it, Shelton. Hey, I just spilt something on my shirt. What was it? It was ketchup. Oh. And you know what? That's that, going to ruin that shirt. That don't come out. That's done. That That's harder to get out than blood. Yes. Not that I know. Let's. Uh, are you sure? Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> so I got to get a new shirt. Okay. Yeah, you do. And you the best place shirt. to get a new and that shirt, shirt wasn't that good anyway. I'm sorry it's to tell not. you. It's not. It's generic. It just looks plain. It was one color. Yeah. Who likes that? Nobody likes I'm that. I'm actually glad I got the ketchup on it. You know why? <laughs> why is that? Because now I'm going to go to SixDollarShirts.com yes. and pick me up a cool graphic tee. Yes. Have you been to the site? I've been to the site. $6 shirts is amazing. And, you know, you can get all kinds of things. Obviously, they have t-shirts. They have fun 
funny tees, holiday and costume tees, TV and movie tees, political tees, sports and games tees. But you know what? They've got even more than just t-shirts. They've got bumper stickers, posters and prints, trucker hats. Who doesn't like trucker hats? Everyone loves a trucker hat. They've even got phone cases, man. $6 shirts. I'm going to get the Bimford Tools one. Yes. You know why? Two reasons. One, it's cool. Two, it fits well. Three, hey, I said two reasons. I'm giving you three, so suck it. Yes. I like tool time, and I like home improvement. I like this one that's got a guy shooting a paper wad into a trash can, and it says, Kobe! (laughs) I totally want that shirt. Yes, you should get it. There's no better way to buy a shirt than to buy a $6 shirt from $6shirts.com. That's $6shirts.com, but we made it really easy for you to get there. You know how you do it? How? You go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. There's a link right on the front page of SpanishAnnounceTable.net for $6 shirts. You click that, and that's going to give us a kickback of the sales. Look at this. They're already giving you a great deal of $6 shirts, and now they're going to cut into some of that profit to give it to us. They because are amazing. Because we led you there. So do it. $6shirts.com. Get a t-shirt. You know you want one. You know you need one. It saves from not having ketchup on the shirts you already got. SpanishAnnounceTable.net. $6 shirts. Coming into the WWE segment. Definitely, 100%. Great way to kick off Raw. I mean, we know SmackDown yeah. happened first as far as uh, the timeline of when our last show was into now. Uh, but Raw is really their flagship, so I feel like yeah. with Ultimate Warrior, let's just talk about that Man, first. They're, they're, I always love when they do the 10 Bell tribute. It's always good when they. Have I hate that they have to do it. Well, right, but, but I mean, yeah, like, when they do the it, the way it comes off yeah. is always very respectful. Very good. Very good. Very good, yeah. Yep, it was very well done. I liked, you know, the Usos. Uh, yeah, the so Usos was like calling out Bortistan, as I'm calling them now. Yeah. Um, and that looked like a vicious good match. I like well, no, no, what match. I was saying is they wore the uh, Ultimate Warrior oh, t-shirts. Yeah, they had yeah, the Ultimate yeah. Warrior paint, Santino, so many people did. Dolph, Emma, yeah. Dolph. Yeah, so I like that. Yeah, no, I like that when good. they do that. Yeah, let's uh, let's kick it off with NXT uh, as we've been want to do lately. It looked like we had the Bo Dallas send-off. Yeah, God, what a fun segment. Yeah, they all turn their back. He's like, which I gave you cookies. <laughs> which is, I get, you know, the crowd was probably told to do that and with, with such a small crowd. Sure. But yeah. God, that was a cool segment between both of them. Yeah. You know? It was great. I it mean, was it, very it worked funny. Out I, like, I really am coming around like, like yeah, Bo Dell sucks. I mean, he does. But he's playing this great. He's playing what he should be playing. Like, yeah. because of his character and that whole smile. He's he's doing what John she- John Cena should have done five years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No. And I love the promos on Raw, the, the I'm, I'm possible. possible. Yeah. Shut the fuck <laughs> up with your positivity. We also, Brodus Clay is down in NXT now, it appears. Well, and I think it's because Bo Dallas is going. Mm-hmm. Adrian Neville needs someone. Yeah. And I think that's great for these NXT guys to get someone who has been up there for a yeah. while to get it's them experience. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's the farm system. Hey, man, uh, creative doesn't have anything for you right now. Mm-hmm. Don't just spin your wheels and be three and B, or right. or Dolph. Mm-hmm. Go down and do something in NXT and give a rub to those guys, and then maybe you'll figure something out. And he's done really. Uh, if you look at Brosis Clay's career, he hasn't done enough to where it's like, oh, that doesn't fit. Like if Dolph went yeah. down there, yeah, you'd be like, hey, dude, yeah, this yeah. is a former world champion, right. two that time, is, even yeah, two time. 
Uh, how about Camacho? This this guy's showing me a little more promise than I've seen. Like his promo in the back when he was, mm-hmm. when he was cutting him down. I mean, like Camacho's. I'm starting to take note of like, hey, Camacho could be something here. Yeah, Camacho, yeah. horrible name. I hate that name, but yeah. Camacho, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Uh, the Ascension beating up some jobbers again, but again, I hear they might be getting called up soon in the next couple of months. I mm-hmm. believe it when I see it. How about this colossal mixed bag of suck? The great Collie versus C.J. Parker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Here's the message. That yeah. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my phone telling me that that sucks. Collie was god awful. And then what? What was her name? Uh, Bailey. She's like, oh, I've been speaking uh, whatever yeah. his fucking language is. Yeah, Jesus, that was kind of terrible. But you know, NXT again, decent show. But I do see now kind of what you were saying. It's hey, one week you get these guys, right? Next week we're going to do these guys. Yeah, yeah, it just and I know mm-hmm. that's probably how they tape. Yeah. But yeah, that's what it's starting to feel. It feels like there's an A and B show they do need to, on yeah, NXT. Right, yeah, because next week we'll see Sammy, Zayn, and Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. It feels like they have two hours worth of content they want to push out, but they only have a one-hour show. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Anyway, uh, Raw and SmackDown. We talked about the Warrior Tribute on Raw. Daniel Bryan and Hogan had a SmackDown moment. Which was so cool. God, that was so fun. And, you know, it was just cool. It was cool to see two generations, because let's be honest. John Cena, and this is my opinion only, and you guys can tweet the table and tell me how much I'm. I read stupid. through some of these survey results. You know, we asked people to do uh-huh. survey. Uh, one of the dislikes yeah. was uh, all the John Cena hate. <laughs> <laughs> one dislike. Well, one yeah. person said that. Well, that person go yeah. fuck themselves. Well, they said John Cena, the gender, and all the John Cena hate. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, somebody really doesn't like that part of the show. Well, <laughs> suck it. But what I was going to say is right now it feels like the what, – what is Triple H calling this? The reality era? The reality era. Daniel Bryan's the face of this new yes. era, right? Yes, if, yes, if we're really is. going into that. Sure he is, yeah. And it was cool to see Hogan doing the yes oh, yeah. chant mm-hmm. and Daniel Bryan, who didn't do it well, no, doing the post. Yeah. Scott, he did not look but good. But I like how he, he was like – he's like, I was going to train and say my prayers. And he's like, I wanted to get those 24-inch pythons. He's like – I didn't, didn't get that. Didn't work, like, yeah. I didn't get that part, but I'm working yeah, on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was cool. It was really fun yeah. to see. I liked it. It was nice. Uh, Fandango and Layla are apparently together. And Fandango has dumped Summer Rae, and she's all playing it up on social media. And look, I'm I'm really happy about this. Yes, One me because too. it gives Fandango or Fandango or whatever you want to say. Fandango. It gives him an actual storyline. Yes. And so it's, hopefully, it's a, it's a character that's not the cheesy gimmick. Right. Fandango. It's. Hey, babe. Hey. Right. It's sorry. too cool you for you. You know what I would like to see? If he keeps doing this. Right. Running through the divas. Like a couple months with Layla, and then he's going to be like, hey, babe, it was never about. Right. You know? I mean, it's. it's but here's my I like thing. how he said. Uh, sorry. No, you go ahead. I like how he's like, classic case of, it's not me, it's you. Right. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> but what I like, honestly, as, as good as Summer Ray is or was, you yeah, know, sure, however you yep, want to say. Yep. Dude, I love Layla. Oh, I know I love oh, Layla. Oh man, yeah. Because she, she can I'll dance. Tell her how one, much love her next time. All right, okay, over. cool. But one, she can dance, and two, she is fun to look. No, at. No, she is fun to look at. Yes, 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 yes. Moving on, the Shield had to take on uh, a bunch of jobbers. Well, the whole mid card, really. <laughs> yeah, it was ADR, Fondango, Swagger, Three and B, Titus, Axelback, Barrett, and Rusev. Here, you know what I took away from that? Just for like, there was a split second. Where I was like, man, I wish they'd take away the, you know, 10 others. But Titus O'Neil, just maybe it's just me. He looks like a star. He does. 
And he's got charisma, and he's got he's got it. When he was barking at uh, Roman Reigns, he's like, "Oh, this is one other point I wanted to make about Raw. A lot of guys, a lot of them, were speaking or talking shit without a mic, and it made me laugh so much. So, for example, uh, Titus O'Neil did it, oh, 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 and he's like, "Yeah, you punk bitch," and looked right at Roman Reigns. Right. I was like, "That's so awesome." <laughs> My, one of my favorite moments still that I can remember in recent memory was Titus barking right in Roddy P- Piper's face. Like, right. Their noses had to be touched. Yeah. Like, he damn near kissed him. And he's right. like, arr, arr, arr. <laughs> right But face. it was so cool. Um, so great. Who else did that? Oh, both Batista and Orton did it. So Batista did this. He walks out. And he goes, oh, you want to – and he's saying this, obviously, no, yeah. not with Mike, but he goes, oh, you want to you wanna boo me? Why don't you boo this? And then he's like – you know, he does this yeah, like yeah, little yeah, shit. Yeah, it's yeah. just so cool. But the one that made me laugh so hard – I mean, I almost was in tears. Maybe it was because I was tired when I watched it. So the Shield jump in on the Randy Orton match, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Randy Orton and Batista versus Lusos. Yes. And so as Batista <laughs> – I don't know why this made me laugh. You guys should rewatch it if you if you still have it recorded. So as Batista and Orton are walking back and they're just doing that shot of them retreating, like staring at the shield and the yep, shield yep. staring at them, Randy, Randy Orton grabs Batista and I think he's pointing at Dean Ambrose. He's like, I don't like that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it was so stupid. He's like, I don't like oh, that motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, you mean the guy that just beat your ass? Right. Yeah. Surprising. Uh, <laughs> oh, that made me laugh so hard. Oh, man. So, uh, uh, oh, I'm going to check that out. I'm going to go back and check that out. <laughs> I don't like that motherfucker. The page train keeps rolling. She took down Alicia uh, Fox. And that's a good, <laughs> sorry, that, that's a good diva to debut your first match with. You know? Yeah, yeah. Your first real. You're supposed yeah, to beat yeah. her. And. Alicia Fox is flexible, so that move she did, Jesus, yes. I think only Alicia Fox could do it. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Did she? They didn't name that, did they? I don't, I don't know, know she if has they anymore. did. Cesaro, Paul Heyman, cutting another good promo when he's like, I know you all think I'm going to like mm-hmm. say this a bunch of times that I'm the guy or my client broke the streak. Right. My client broke the streak. He just kept going. The so only great. thing, and the only, and I think we got to tweet the table on this, but I'm already tired of the king of swing. Oh yeah, no, it's it's yeah, I don't like it at all because it's a face name, and he's they're clearly trying to make this guy a heel. I don't know what they're trying to make him. Uh, Jim Ross, follow his Twitter account if you don't already. Yeah, he kind of goes off on how villains are now. And he said, "Why do I care if these people get their ass beat or not?" Right. Yeah. No, and he's got a point. Got a point. The King of Swing, I'm done with. But I like. Like we've always liked the heels because we appreciate what that means and what it is. And plus, Mm -hmm. we're jaded. We're old ass dudes that like to, you know, like to talk shit. But at any rate, Kane remasked. Who cares? Yeah, it seems like he's the next Daniel Bryan feud. I, I guess. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense, but I guess. John Cena. I, look, this is another thing we got on the dislike. Oh, we said that. The, the dislikes, the John mm-hmm. Cena hate. Look, look, here's why we don't like that John Cena character. That piss poor shit with the pictures of them on the babies and the and the ladies was just not funny it was not funny. it was a terrible attempt at being funny and it wasn't appropriate for the storyline no if you want to do 
Here's where Photoshop would make sense is if you're doing that year-long feud with The Rock where it's I'm trying to be cooler than you. Hey, hey, look, I did, your mama yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like those really yeah. baseline jokes, you know? Yeah. But this guy is threatening you and you yeah. laugh. And even even Bray Wyatt said it. He goes, oh, big shock. Anytime someone gets yes. close to threatening you, you make jokes. And here's the thing. Like I know it's not like – I mean in real life they're having this match and seen as this is helping to put Bray Wyatt over. But – the storyline, it's almost like he's no-selling what the Bray Wyatt character is. It, perfect. I Yes. That is exactly – This guy is creepy. Mm-hmm. He gets in your head. Mm-hmm. He's nuts. Yeah. You don't know what him and his goons are going to do to you. But, hey, yeah, 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 look, I'll put your picture on a fucking – like, come on, man. That is perfect. Right? He's no-selling the storyline. Right. And he challenged him to a – Like, st- in the storyline. Yeah, yeah. He's no-selling the the feud. Yeah. It's just weird. 100% agree. Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. Perfect. What I did really like was the IC title tournament. Yeah, giving some mid-carders some time. But it's not even that. Like, this is the upper mid-card, and this is what we talked about will be good when they unified the titles. Now the IC title, first of all, is prestigious that we're going to hold a tournament for the number one contender, and you have Rob Van Dam, Alberto Del Rio, Mark Henry, Sheamus, Cesaro, Ziggler, Barrett. These are guys that were your going after your world heavyweight championship, yep. which is like you said, was the intercontinental title. It's bringing the intercontinental title back to this level of competition, Where it should which be. is perfect. Yes, very good. And yes. I like it. And I like that it's going to run over a couple of weeks. It yeah. wasn't just a one night thing. Right. And now we forgot about it. Right. You're going to see it. Con- I wouldn't consistently. mind a one night tournament, but make that a pay per view. I've, That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've thought they or should a make, special event. I thought they should turn. Uh, <laughs> you didn't catch that. Yes, <laughs> I've turned. I thought they should turn in um, Survivor Series into that. Because if you're not going to do the traditional Survivor Series matches, make it a night where it's a tournament where they survive. Right. A tournament. Yeah. yeah. Or like the King of the Ring, make it the actual tournament that night instead of oh, only the last two mm-hmm. matches when we held a 60 man tournament over the last couple of weeks. No, 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 no. Right. That was the cool thing of the King of the Ring was very or like the WrestleMania 4 tournament is mm. you had to go through it. You had to prove you're a marathon man. Yes. Kitty, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, and then Evolution. We didn't talk talk about that. They reformed. Yeah. Tough. Here's the thing. And I've been well, reading no, they didn't cuz Rick Flair's not there. Well, he will be. Yeah. Well, unless unless Stephanie is the role of Rick Flair. But I think Ric Flair will work his way into it. Yeah. Do you care However, about Evolution? Well, I think it's a great heel. I mean, they're, that was really good. When they beat the shit out of the Shield and they were doing their whole mocking, I thought it was great. I really did. I've been reading a lot of uh, Evolution isn't a mystery. This is to get Roman Reigns over. And I'm sorry, guys. I just – I want – I'm saying this on air so that when I think it goes wrong – you can go back to this, and I can say, I told you so, because that's what I love to do, because I'm a hater, and I'm a hipster, and that's what I like to do. That's what I live for. Mm-hmm. But I think they're picking the wrong guy first. I oh, think, I might agree with you, but this is to get Roman Reigns. It's over. all to get Roman they're Reigns over. They're already talking about SummerSlam being Triple H versus Roman Reigns. Which I think you're picking the wrong guy. If I'm doing this, you pick Seth Rollins they're first. Still, they're still stuck in the mode of, let's push these big guys. So they're hoping... Casual fans going to see Triple H. Hey, I remember Triple H versus Roman Reigns. Oh, look at this guy. Right. Who's that guy? And there is that wow factor. And he's the Rock's cousin. If you're flipping through the channels, there is that wow factor. I do understand that. Seth Rollins. Here's this big monster of a good-looking man Mm -hmm. going up against Triple H, a guy we know. Yep. Okay, but 
Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't think it's going to go over nearly as well as they think it's going to go over. But nope. that was we're going to cut this short because we got to talk TNA next, so we can get into this hour long interview. Travis Conley. Travis Conley. So we'll take a break here, and we'll it's a back. great interview. Yes, we'll come back, talk some TNA Impact wrestling. Wrestling, not the uh, fuck yeah American Championship wrestling. Dude, fuck yet. that. We won't talk about that. Uh, we'll see, man. We'll you see. better turn my we'll mic off see. if we do that. Oh, I gladly. Yeah, you better. When we come back, talk some TNA on the Spanish announce table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Training Topics Network dot com. Hey, T-Mac. Yeah? You got a dollar? I don't. Oh, neither do I. You know what would help us out? What's that? If some people gave us some dollars at our PayPal account. That would be nice. A couple people have done that. Yes, they have. But uh, we're broke. <laughs> we and, are. And this show, you know, it's it takes time. It takes time. I got to drive 45 minutes to get here. That's true. So you're spending gas money. I'm, I'm spending, spending some gas, gas money. money. Help us out. Mm-hmm. If you like the show, support us. You go to the SpanishAnnounceTable.net. There's a PayPal donate button right there on the front page. We can't make this any easier. Uh, you know, one thing I always like to do before the show is have a Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. You know how much that costs at the vending machine? Probably a dollar. One dollar. One dollar. Give me one dollar so that I'm happy and I don't give my horrible rants. Remember, positive and patient. Just give me a dollar <laughs> so I can get the Reese's and I can be positive and patient. If once a month they gave us a dollar, just think about it. Yeah. Oh, man, we'd be, we would be able to at least break even with this. Yep. One dollar. And PayPal makes it so easy. Most people already have a PayPal account. All you got to do is type in tableshow at gmail.com. Donate one dollar. One dollar. One stinking dollar. I mean, what are you going to do with a dollar? Right. You're going to get yourself a Reese's peanut butter cup? You don't need that. Yeah. (laughs) You know who needs that? I need Fat that. people like us yeah. need a dollar. Huh? So do it now. Go on to SpanishAnnounceTable.net or PayPal.com. Send it to tableshow at gmail.com. You'll feel good about yourself, and we'll feel good about ourselves, and we'll all feel better about ourselves. Yes, we will. What's up? It is Heavy Set, and I'm here to tell you about Kayfabe Sports Radio, the home of the Ohio Indie Report and NFL Easy Picks. On the Ohio Indie Report, I break down what's going on in the Cleveland scene of independent wrestling from AIW to Prime Wrestling and some of the little organizations in between that I can attend. And if you also like NFL football, be sure to check out NFL Easy Picks hosted by myself and my good friend Joe Bennett as we break down and talk about what is going on in football and we make our picks on the coming week's games. And all this can be found at www.kfabesports.com. You can also find us on iTunes by searching Kfabe Sports Radio. And while you're at kfabesports.com, be sure to check out the links for Kfabe Sports Radio, Ohio Indie Report, and NFL Easy Picks on Facebook and Twitter. So for now, be sure to check out the Ohio Indie Report and NFL Easy Picks on Kayfabe Sports Radio, where it's all a work. Behold the king, the king of kings. Your knees, dog. <laughs> TNA Wrestling, we're going to talk about now. Impact Wrestling, as it were. Uh, Dixie Carter back this week. 
Yeah, and tell me your thoughts again. You told I, me off air, but I tell just us. Don't like. I don't understand why. Like, yeah, okay. So I understood you're not in charge of wrestling operations, right? But so you still have the power. Okay, I get how that would work in an organization, but. If it came down to that, you'd probably also not be allowed to show up at the wrestling show right. and throw your weight around. Yeah. So it's a little hard to believe. And I understand suspend your disbelief. It's wrestling. I think what happened is they jumped the gun on the complete control thing with the MVP storyline. Yeah, I think they there should have been. Into this corner. I think there should have been more of a struggle of I'm in control. No, I'm in control. You know, this week you ruined the show. Next week I got to save it. That yeah. kind of thing. And, and so, and, like, she's having the showdown with Bully Ray, but how's that going to play out on anything? She's got to pick a wrestler or something. And then now you're back into wrestling operations. Yep, exactly. So I don't know. I'm just going to glance over that one because it's just fucking weird. And I guess time will tell. They How about a, we glance over another one real quick? What's that? Uh, Ken Anderson. Yeah. You still aren't good. So the thing was going great. Christy Hemi's there. She's Christy doing Hemi's great. amazing. Sam Shaw's selling it well. Sam Shaw's amazing. I'm wondering, what is she talking about? What are going? they going to do? And then as soon as I see the – well, I even see the psychiatric thing pull up. I'm thinking she's going to go put him in the thing. Right. And it's going to be great for Christy Hemi. Mm-hmm. But who gets out? Anderson. And already I know I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, if all he does is go in there, take him and drag him out, fine. It's a good finish the storyline. But no, he had to talk. That was 85% of an amazing segment. Yeah. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was really good. All of it was really, really, really good. And then Ken Anderson just – Ken and Anderson. And so, like, okay, so if all he would have done is just take him, beat him up, drag him out, throw him in there, not say a word, it would have came off great. And, and there and then then would be – yeah, and then there would be some like, okay, so where do they go now? Right. You know? But then like he says, we should talk about commitment to the funny farm. And then it, he keeps saying funny farm. And I'm like, God damn it, Anderson, stop. And I get that's your kind of thing. You're that douchey kind of guy. But – and then the worst part is so Sam Shaw slips out, slams Ken Anderson's <laughs> head and literally takes two steps and Ken Anderson gives up. Yep. And nah. looks like, oh my God, how did he get away? You could have ran after the guy. Yep, but nah. I don't know. It's really weird. So glance over that. Uh, a good match that I saw, actually, was Bromans and the Wolves. Well, it was it was DJZ. Right, yeah, right? Yeah, Is yeah. that what they're calling them? I don't DJ know. DJZ. Yeah. And, uh, and Jesse Goddard. It's because they've been pulling this, mm-hmm. oh, he couldn't wrestle because he was injured. Now his flight didn't come right, in. Right, yeah, yeah. And if he's like, you know what? Fuck this. Right. You're done. Yeah. You're done, son. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, no, I just call good. them bromans, but bro-mans. yeah, all of them. But yes. yeah, it was good, good match. Oh yeah, and uh, Wolves won by DQ, so maybe that'll keep continuing. I like the storyline. Uh, then there was a number one contenders match for the knockouts. It was Angelina Love, Gail Kim, Brittany, and O Dizzle Bizzle, uh, one dirty bitch, as Scott Steiner would call her. <laughs> ODB, ODB, one dirty bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so um uh angelina love ends up winning though if i remember correctly i believe so So number one contender oh that's right yeah because she went to madison and held up six six and not actual six but she's talking about yeah she's coming for her sixth title but the big story nine and i opens with a gauntlet match for the tna world heavyweight championship number one contender spot mm-hmm. james storm gunner bobby Roode, bully ray ec3 bobby lashley front of the show abyss sonata Eric Young and your favorite Willow. <laughs> I do not like Willow. Yeah, and Eric Young ends up winning it, and he wants the title shot tonight, right? God damn now, not waiting to sacrifice. Right, do it now. Do it now. Do it 
tonight. Fuck it, we'll do it live. MVP says, fuck it, we'll do it live. And you got it tonight. Magnus. Eric Young. And they do that match. And your winner and new TNA World Heavyweight Champion is the bearded guy who's been here putting in his dues forever. And hey, wait a minute, this sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. Here's the thing I don't get about TNA. And I mean, this is being it's, a. It's hard to fight off the people that keep saying you're copying them because we've well, always been apologists for it. Right. But, man. This one, yeah. yeah. Here's my thing, though. If. And not if. We all knew, I think, mm-hmm. if you listen back to our WrestleMania special, we all knew Daniel Bryan was going to be champ. No, absolutely. It was kind of, yeah. So if you're TNA and you kind of are in the same boat, jump the gun. Hey, our bearded, Beat him to yeah, it. Yeah. Our bearded guy won first. They copied or, us. Even this. Don't do it your first show after Mania just did theirs. That's Build what it I'm to saying. sacrifice. You've got sacrifice coming up. What makes me want to pay for one of your few pay-per-views? Mm-hmm. A story that I could get into. Right. I was buying into it. I was like, I'm glad I'm seeing Eric Young as a serious character now. It is right. He's been here 10 years. He's done this, 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 mm-hmm. this, and this. I was like, man, I forgot all the things Eric Young has done. Right. And has entertained me. Very much. And I, I wouldn't mind seeing him as a world title. But I don't want to see you blow your what. Like, okay, I get why women are upset when guys, I mean, not that I would know. But when guys, uh, you know, you know, <laughs> boom, Katie, I'm sorry. You know, uh, but you get what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. exactly what that seems like. Like, right. hey, yeah, you're going to give me something good. Uh, what? what, what hey, I didn't want it yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, whoa, make me salivate a little bit here. Right. No, Take I, me to dinner. Buy me some drinks. Tell me I look nice. Right. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, you obviously don't. No. You clearly haven't. Yeah. yeah. No. Anyway. But I would have just done it first and then say, WWE copies us. Yeah. If you're going to blow your load. Yeah. Yeah. But again, they WWE's been building this for eight months. So. Well, what better way then? Ha! You're copying us, and you used your biggest show to do it. Yeah, but you can say you're copying us when we start the storyline. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. I just think I think they should stretch it out. Do it at Sacrifice. Do it in the summer. Yeah, have him keep going up to Magnus and being like, yeah, all the silliness and games are over. And Magnus could keep, like, he went around trying to find people to have his back, and nobody would, and they kept making a point of that. He could have kept saying that, like, nobody's got your back, buddy. Yeah. Time's ticking. I, I like Magnus. Magnus is I do awesome. like Magnus. And it seems weird, though. It does seem like they were just like, hey, look what worked up. Get our bearded guy who's been here forever, our storyline. Throw him out there. Oh, Magnus? Yeah, we've been putting all kinds of time into Magnus. Screw him. Right. Daniel, or, you know, mm-hmm. see? Yeah. Eric Young. Right. Right now. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I don't care about what you would. No, no. Like, of course this would be better. But no, fuck it. Now. Now. And it's another heel. Now. It's like a kid with a cookie. And you got to wait till after dinner. Don't want the cookie now. Right. Mm. Well, and this reminds me, we talked about Chris Sabin. You know, you built all this time into Bully Ray, and then what'd you do? Chris Saban. Chris Saban. You built all this time into Magnus. What'd you do? Eric, Eric Young. Young. Yep. And it's like, what? Yeah. And they're both – actually, that's a perfect <laughs> – because both Chris Saban and Eric Young played the I've been here forever yep. card. Mm-hmm. So they copied themselves. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't just do option C with Eric Young. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know. God. TNA, good quick way to talk about them. I mean, it's still – TNA is still better than it was, I think. I just think well, that they used to be 14th, right? Mm-hmm. I think they jumped up to maybe sixth. Yeah, no, back there on nine, ten, nine or ten. I'm putting them at ten. Ten, solid ten though. It's a solid ten. Solid ten. You're just not up there in that top five. But you're a solid ten, and we need tens. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll come back with an amazing interview. Travis Very Conley. Great. You guys will love it, and if you don't love it, I don't fuck know. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. When we come back. Nah, fuck you. I feel like we're being too negative. Nah, fuck you. 
I'm sorry. But you're stupid if you don't like it. Right. If you don't like it, send us a dollar and tell us why. Yeah. Ha. Do that. Yeah. When we return, Travis Conley live in studio. Well, pre-recorded in studio on the Spanish announce table at SpanishAnnounceTable.net. TrainTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, T-Mac. Yes? Let's do a commercial for iPage. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know we have a website. We do. SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Yeah, it's a great site, too. It is hosted by iPage.com. Yeah, and they're great. They are great. Let me tell you something about them. They give you all kinds of features, and they give you $500 worth of extras when you sign up for a website. And it's really easy to use because, you know, my dumbass, I don't know how to use a computers. <laughs> and right now, when you go through our webpage, you go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net and you click the iPage link that's right there about the middle of the page. You can sign up right now. For you to sign up today, you get a whole year for $20.14. That's 81% off. That is a great deal. Regardless of the 81% off, that's a great deal. $20 and what was it? $20.14 per year. Regularly, $101. Come on. That's yeah. amazing. And you know what? I mean, they have all these kind of special introductory offers all the time, and it gives you unlimited disk space, free domain registration, free security suite, free site building tools, free online store, free search engine and marketing credits. And get this. They're green. They're completely powered 100% by wind energy. There you go. Look right? at that. And you're helping the environment out. And who doesn't want a web page? You know, get mm -hmm. on there, create something. I've dealt with these people. Mm -hmm. They'll call you up, too, to check out how you're doing and see if you need any help. You have one person assigned to you that's your helper. Yeah. And they'll call you to check, see how you're doing. They've reviewed your site. They'll give you tips. They'll ask you questions if you need any help. Yeah, They're so you're great. not sitting out there with your thumb up your ass not knowing how to work a website. They're out there helping you. Yeah. Go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Click on the iPage link. You'll help yourself out. You'll help us out. Thank you. Welcome to the second hour ish of the Spanish announce table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and trendingtopicsnetwork.com God damn, I'm glad you picked this music. I know. It's you know, good. I don't do a lot of things well, but I feel like I got a good ear for music. You're very correct yeah. about your, you know, yeah. your belief in your abilities. Yeah, I've got like three uh -huh. things that I do really average, and everything else kind of subpar yeah. from there. Yeah, I've I've read the bathroom stalls. Be, I, I know be how great it works. at be great at one thing or <laughs> mediocre at a lot. Yeah, that, that's see, I'm kind of just eh, well, I'm not even mediocre. <laughs> I just don't suck at a few right. things. Yeah. So we have in studio. Mm -hmm. you, you just want to kick it off? You know yes. the gentleman better than Travis I do. Travis Conley, owner of Underground Gym, the Underground Gym, and Jiu-Jitsu Purple? Brown. Brown. Jesus, I'm sorry. Come on. Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> Brown Belt. <laughs> Could literally choke us anytime he wants. He's he's giving me the glare, I'm afraid. Of former yeah. <laughs> pro wrestler, former uh, student of the great Harley race. The great Harley race. I mean, I've just done two seconds, and that's better than the 28 years of my life. <laughs> God damn. You know? It, it's very highly impressive. And so, very. So we like having people in here to give us more of an inside because we're fans. We're you fans. Know, never you're been. the wrestler. That's right. why I like this. So. Let's just get right into it. Obviously, you're a pro wrestling fan. I used so, to be. Used to be. See, this is why I like <laughs> yep. this. Is, this is good. So tell us, how did you first get into the pro wrestling realm? 
Um, I mean, the classic answer I always say, I was, like he was saying a little bit earlier, it was a show I caught at Municipal Auditorium when I was like five. Oh, well, live? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. My aunt won tickets and uh, we went. I was like, I think, yeah, I was like five years old, 1989. Warrior ran in. The main event was Warrior vs. Giant. Ran in, clotheslined the Giant, pinned him. Bell didn't even ring. Giant went nuts. You know, mm-hmm. match lasted less than 20 seconds. Giant went nuts and just started flipping over the table, spitting, screaming. And I'm like five years old and literally he's 700 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Or not seven, seven feet tall, 500 pounds. Right. right. And I'm sitting there third row and I'm freaking out, you oh, know, yeah. like unreal. And so like ever since then, that was it. I mean, I saw the 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 Rockers. I, caught, I actually caught Rugged rock, – uh, was it Rugged Ronnie Garvin? Remember mm-hmm. him? Yeah. His uh-huh. towel. And some like 20-year-old kid was like trying to pull it from me. Like what a, a five-year-old jerk. kid. And uh, <laughs> and I got it from him. And then his buddy offered me like 20 bucks for it. And I'm like, no. But uh, anyway, it was that show pretty much. And then like if you ask my mom or anybody, it was just like I always said I wanted to be a wrestler. And So all, that's what kick-started it. That's what kick-started it. And then through high school and every – like I, I, I started wrestling in high school because I wanted to be a world champion, professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. And uh, – you know that that was that was it. All I was just like, it was weird though because I was like a four student. Like you know, got you weren't the stereotype. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't like a you know like a weird. Oh, I'm gonna be a pro. Like <laughs> everyone's like, you're wasting your life. You're what are you doing? You know, uh-huh. all these teachers. And then I went and shadowed Harley Race when I was 16. Like I basically made like a mockery of. The career shadow day when you're like a junior, (laughs) you're supposed to shadow like architect and like mechanic and like real professions. I was online all the time looking up wrestling, looking up schools. And then I had like – I had this list of like – you know, I narrowed it down and I like called Harley and I was like, hey, I want to come shadow you and – so, then, so when you call Harley Race, first off, does he answer or do you yeah. like, he, like he answered? Dude, I'm, yeah, I'm marked out. Like, so <laughs> when he first, like, did he just answer? Go what? <laughs> like that's how I picture. <laughs> right. like. No, what it is is anybody like, and, and the guys I wrestled with will appreciate this. Um, like when he calls, he always had the shittiest speakerphone. Like <laughs> he would Perfect. click a button and he'd be like. World League, and you like, there's just awful echo and shit. And then he, you know, he's old, so he's hard, he can't hardly hear. And he's like, what? Like, scream. And then, <laughs> the cauliflower ear. And then even, and he'd always just take it off speakerphone and like pick up the receiver. It's like, yeah, why don't you do that like from the beginning? <laughs> but yeah, he would actually be in his office and he would always answer the calls and he would, he would be there doing all the work in the office. And, uh, yeah, like the, I, I don't remember the first time I called him, but I remember the first visit I went and, you know, shadowed him and spent the whole day with him and stuff. And it was that's just amazing. like, yeah, and I was just like, and, and that's, it's one of those things where people are like, oh, you know, that's never going to, you know, they're just naysay. And I was just like, no, I called him, I set it up and just like, go and do it, you right. know, like, yeah. don't, what's, you know, just at call least gotta him. try, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And then he, he loved me and, uh, like I, I did two fundraisers for my high school wrestling team, like set up, like pr- help promote them, like brought them in because mm-hmm. that's all he ever did was fundraisers. And uh, so, you know, for the wrestling team and he liked that I was an amateur rest, you know, high school wrestler. And and uh, so we emailed back and forth and became friends and, you know, I grew really attached to him. And then when I was when I was a senior or the, my senior year, he offered me a scholarship to go train at a school. Wow. So I was like. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get back to you, Harley. Right. And people, you know, people didn't like they thought it was like a joke the whole time until like 
It's well, like legit. And then he's like, hey, come to my school and train. And then I did. And then they, I, I still don't think they thought it was real until I came back like that next spring and mm-hmm. I wrestled like – and people saw me wrestling. They're like, oh, you know. So where were you living at the time as far as city-wise and where was the school? Were you like – was it driving distance or did you actually like have to – because you know, we're in Kansas City and that school at the time – It was in it was in Eldon, Missouri. Right. Okay. And so here's the thing that you know you think I'm crazy too is I picked college. I picked Central Missouri State because – of the location, like it was only seventy five miles from the lake, so I would drive. Um, like I, oh, okay, so I got the scholarship. I graduated high school. I took like a week, and then I was training. Like so, my entire like I'm eighteen. As soon as I graduated, I started training, and I, that whole summer I just trained like eight hours a day, nine hours a day, ten hours Jeez. a day, and I would train like four or five days a week. And then I would drive back to Kansas City. I'd, I'd sleep in my truck because I didn't have anywhere to <laughs> anywhere to go. Uh-huh. Train every day, sleep in my truck, come back, and then I would uh, work like mow lawns and deliver pizzas to make money for three days. Work like fifty hours in like three days over the weekend, then drive back. So that Jeez. was what I did for two months. Then I once I graduated the academy and I went through the fastest. Um, and then, uh, you know, I started my college classes Hold and on. I had, Let, let's, let's, we got to, I think you kind of blew over it a little bit too quick. You were the fastest graduate of the Harley race school. First off, Harley races school just scares me thinking. Oh of yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's legendary with, with stories of right. Like, you holy gotta, crap, you gotta be tough bastard. Right. Yeah. Put you there was the a ringer. shirt, um, that I loved. Like I actually went in like before I was like. I had a tough, like, you know, we had a tough amateur wrestling team, high school wrestling team. I say amateur, like, guys like I grew up with would hate that. Cause, like, <laughs> right, sure. yeah, like as a pro wrestler, you say amateur when you're talking about high school. But, like, as a high school, you don't say, like, I was an amateur wrestler. <laughs> right, it's, yeah. it's high school or college. It's wrestling, right. Yeah. So I got to say that. But, like, I'm in, like, pro wrestling speak, so I right. call it amateur. So but good. anyway, like, we had a tough team. And, like, I learned everything from that room, like. You learn so much about yourself. But I would still think like, man, am I tough enough? Can I do mm-hmm. this professional wrestling? And you hear like King Mo and people talk now like yeah. you know, they say it's tougher than fighting and like mm-hmm. people Rampage like I said it. Yeah. yeah. I'm still not like, you know, I'm not a fan now, but like when anybody like questions it, I'm like, no, motherfucker, look. <laughs> let me let me body slam you, like step into the ring and yeah. then let's you know, let's see, you know, how real it is or how right. fake you know, it is. And I heard a a, a gentleman I knew uh, or know named Dan the Cannon, he hosts another wrestling podcast. He said it's almost tougher because you have to take that pain, that punch, that mm-hmm. yeah. you have to know it's coming. It's an art and you have to it's like I tell people, it, it's uh, you don't watch a movie and you're like, oh, well, these are actors. Oh, this is fake. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. and but people when they watch wrestling, they're so caught up and they think they want to tell you something that they that you don't know. Right, it's like yeah. dumb shit. I know that yeah. it's that it's scripted. <laughs> yeah. I know that it, it's it's like a play. It's like watching theater. Like you yeah. don't have to tell me that. Yeah, right. we're gonna sit down. We're gonna watch Batman. I'm gonna be like staged. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, and that's yeah. that's what they <laughs> yeah. do. It's like no, dude. Like they're not trying to tell you that it's real anymore. They yeah, stopped exactly. that like back in the 80s. Right. Yeah. Like the, or the, the yeah. 90s, whatever. Right. But anyway, back on yeah. topic, Harley School, like I would go to a couple of his shows and and uh, I think I even did – I ring announced for him one time because he needed somebody to fill in. And they had these shirts that said, I got what it takes. you know. And you could nice. only like – you could only have those shirts if you graduated the academy. And I was just like – you know. That's but I'd always ass. wonder and I'd always ask guys that taught, that went through the school and I'm mm-hmm. just like – I remember you know, you'd, you'd size people up and be like, man, if that guy made it, I could make it. Right. You know? uh-huh. But you'd like kind of second guess yourself and – Dude, when I went through that academy, like 
the trainer at the time was awful. It was this little guy who smoked cigarettes and he was the referee and he was just an angry little person. He never even wrestled. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he had solid foundations. He knew how to bump and right. he just – he lived there at the school. Creepy dude with a van. And uh, he eventually <laughs> got fired after like a couple of years because he was like scamming money from him. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, the, the, the training is – it's intense, man. Like – you have to teach yourself like to do things that are totally unnatural. Yeah. Like fall – like, okay, you're going to throw your body to the ground as hard as you can, you know, and yeah. you, naturally your inclinations to hold – you know, to yeah. stop yourself. Stop yourself, yeah. right. And, you know, put your arms well, up. Well, that's it. It's it's one thing to take an ass whooping. It's one thing to let somebody whip your ass. Oh, so, yeah. Like you've got to just yeah. be a special kind of tough for that, I think. And they – yeah, like pro wrestlers are some of the toughest human beings oh, yeah. possible. Like I don't think people realize that. Like it's one thing – like I've never been in the cage. I don't ever act like I have. But it's one thing to like, you know, fight. And it's another thing to like just go through that like day to day and like mm-hmm. willingly like beat the shit yeah. out of yourself or, or have right. somebody and beat the shit out of you. when you're doing the job, you got to let somebody get over on you. Yeah. You got to let somebody look better than you. Oh, like, yeah. That's... I've said that all the time because, you know, MMA is my favorite sport. And I always tell people, like, when you get into the cage and you fight, my my object, uh, my goal <laughs> yeah. is to hit you as hard as I can. I'm gonna hit you. Yeah. In pro wrestling, it's all right, dude. Body slam me through the table. Yeah. That'll get him going. It's yeah. like no way. It's like Bobby yeah. Lashley's story of Ric Flair. Going, yeah. Body slam, motherfucker. Yeah. Body slam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, we we talked to Bobby Lashley and uh, off air. We were talking about like yeah. uh, Ric Flair. I was like, dude, you know, have you ever talked to Ric Flair? He's like, yeah. I did a battle royal with him one time, and I was punching some guy and then behind me i hear body press motherfucker yeah, body yeah, press yeah. and i turned around and it's rick flair he says body press me so you're a you're you're training by day delivering pizzas by by night did you ever fathom the idea of this can be my gimmick i'm gonna be the pizza delivery guy <laughs> no come man. in and no bash people actually <laughs> um do you remember um he wrestled in wb as trevor murdoch yeah oh yeah uh-huh. Uh-huh. He, he wrestled he was one of harley's like best students okay yeah. um and he helped train me him and steve and all those guys um they, they were freaking awesome we had a good group back then and uh i remember though like because i would drive like on the weekends i would do pizzas and right. lawns and he would ask me because the economy sucks down there and everyone was always oh, like, why yeah. did Harley come to the lake? Like he wanted to retire and – but there's no – there's nothing down there. So it was hard to make a living down there. People would come to the school and try and make it and it's just tough. And I remember Trevor asked me, he's like – like he's a veteran like in the business at that time and he's like asking me. He's like, man, how are you uh, – yeah, how, how are you, how you making – and he's yeah. like asking me and I'm like, dude, I'm working. Like I'm working my ass off, you right. know? Like – and it's just funny though. Um, and recently he actually moved the school like – just like a couple months ago, yeah. he moved it to St. Louis. And word is that like that's why WWE never snatched it up as like an official developmental um, territory because it's in the middle of Missouri. If it's not close, to, it's no, it's nowhere. Mm-hmm. So he moved it to Troy, Missouri, and uh, hopefully they can you know they can make it official because he has that camp every year with Pro Wrestling Noah and WWE. Every single year, and they draw in, and they freaking love Harley, man. Everybody in WWE loves him. And the thing that I don't think a lot of people understand that, like, you guys probably don't understand is, like, Harley is, like, so respected. Like, even more than, like, like, Ric Flair, like, respects Harley more than, you know what I mean? Like, all these guys, like, and he's got, like, this, uh, it's almost like this this God complex, you know? You're, Uh like... You you don't know if it's like there's like this myth about him. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And it never wears off. I saw him uh it was like two years ago. I went and visited him. I hadn't seen him in like eight years and I hung out with him for the day and 
um, his dementia is so bad now, yeah. but, um, he was like, just to tell you a short story, he was, we were eating dinner and he was like, I was telling my dude jujitsu now and whatever. And to Harley, Harley's probably like, what the fuck is that? Right. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. What that is. And he's right. like, and he's like, here, grab my hand and like, a you know, like interlacing the fingers together, mm, right. like same yep. hand. Mm. And, uh, and he's like, and, and then you're, I'm like thinking, I'm like, is he going to like, you know, and I'm like legitimately we, yeah. like kind of scared. I'm like, what is he going to break my hand? Like, yeah. What we, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not scared of anything, you know? And he's, <laughs> and I'm just like, there's this 70 year old man and I'm like afraid to put my hand up <laughs> yeah. to him. And I'm like, what's happening? And, th- and then he's like, and he just starts like twisting it. And I'm like kind of resisting, but I'm like, you know, like. Oh, like, yeah. and then he's like, "Knock on wood, I've never lost that game." Like, like <laughs> test of strength. He just did like a test of strength on me, and I'm just like, oh, "But it's just awesome. so funny, man." You you don't think? Um, well, he's when legendary you, to legends. Even. Yeah, right. when you see people around him, like I didn't really get it until um, I did a couple shows for WB, and uh, you know, you're in the back, and everyone, no one pays attention to you. You're just jobbers, like you know, you're right. just extras, whatever. And Harley gets you on there. They don't know that, whatever. But when Harley, like the few times, like Har- like when the show in Kansas City, he'll come. Mm-hmm. And then, so like you know, even if you say like, oh, Harley's got whatever people, some people be like, oh, you know, and they give you so much more respect. Like as soon as you say that, if you're right. just like, yeah, I'm, I'm here, I'm an extra, I'm trained by zones, mm-hmm. they wouldn't care. But as soon as you say, yeah, I'm one of Harley's guys, they're like, oh. oh. And then when Harley actually came. And like he's sitting by us and we're like hanging around Harley because we're his guys. Mm-hmm. Then they look at you totally differently. Right. And like that's where I realized I'm like, dude, like – and everybody came up to Harley. Like n- they didn't do this for anybody. They come up, shake his hand and like give him so much attention and respect. And you're just like – you sit back and you're just like, wow, man. Mm-hmm. Like this dude has like the ultimate respect in the professional, res- professional wrestling business. Well, in the training camp, you know – that legend of Harley Race. What was it like when you were there day in day out? I mean, did he did he stop practice to show yeah. you, like you know little things? And what was it? I mean, just talk to talk to us a little bit about when he would show you guys something. What was it like? I mean, were you dumbfounded? Was, you know what like, I mean? Like, was it crazy? It feels like it would be. crazy. It is because like the way I don't know if you've ever like if you've seen interviews with him or like mm-hmm. recent one or just ever talked to him like normally. Like that is how he is like in promos and he like when he talks, he talks like really slow and like precise and there's lots of pauses, you know. Mm -hmm. And so like – and he's got that like that gravelly voice and it's so bizarre because like you like almost lean in and and you just kind of like listen and you hang on to his every word. Like it's like he doesn't – he wastes no words when he talks. Mm -hmm. And so in training like – most of the time, other guys would tr- do most of the training, like Steve or Trevor or me. Mm. Like I'd help train, you know, everybody, all the new guys coming up, whatever. And uh, every once in a while, he would just stop, you know, and everyone would just stop. Mm-hmm. And then he would give like little instructions, like, "Why would you do that? You need to put the head here and put the arm over." Or he would just flat out tell you, he's like, that's fucking stupid. I don't <laughs> this is where you punch you. him in the yeah. spleen. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, you know the movie Ready to Rumble? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Right, it's, yeah. it's shit, but I love it. Well, of course, yeah. It's a guilty and, pleasure. And, uh, you know, Jimmy King, Oliver Platt, does the, the, the crown. We were just talking about it. Mm-hmm. The double axe handle off the top. Yeah. That was his finisher. Right. And so, like, when, uh, I think it was DDP, when he, when he punched him in the stomach in one of the scenes, he does a front flip. And I love that scene. Like, so I would always call it as a help spot, like in the ring with, and everybody knew I'd be like, Jimmy King. Like I would just say that. <laughs> and then I'd go to the, I'd body slam him, and I'd go to the top rope 
And then uh, so I'd go to jump off. And so they knew to come up and then I'd, they'd feed in or I'd feed in off the top rope and they'd punch me in the stomach and I'd do a front flip. And Harley, like I did that for like a year. And then finally, like he was just like, you know, when you go to the top rope and they hit you and you flip. Don't do that. <laughs> he's like, why would you? And he's like, it's like pro wrestling logic, which oh. if you think of like Harley, like that's all he's ever known since he was like 13. So like that's right. the logic he knows. But to him, it's like if somebody literally punches you in the stomach, you're not going to like flip over. Right. Flip yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. But you I'm just fall like, back or, oh, yeah. you know, you don't argue with him. I'm like, well, if somebody shoots me into the ropes, I'm not going to turn and hit him and run back. You yeah. know, like, right. it, but there's just weird pro wrestling logic. Mm-hmm. But, uh. But yeah, that that was a funny thing. He, he, you know, when when he saw something that, you know, wasn't legitimate or like wasn't um, couldn't you know, be a work in line, yeah. Right, yeah. And he hit, it. and I just liked that because it was it was funny to me, right? And uh, it was it was an easy spot. But I was just like, I don't want to jump up to the top rope, have a guy hit me and just double over. Like yeah, that's yeah. not as exciting as like, oh, and then like you know, you take a yeah, yeah it's more old school. Ball. So yeah, he's definitely old school, and that was that was a huge thing too, is because he just. He was almost too old school and, like, could not Couldn't break out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because I've never seen you wrestle live because we didn't know each other at the time. But I saw your highlight video. And your highlight video, you're you're much more of a, you know, new school wrestler. Yeah, you, yeah. you do the high-flying stuff. So where did that come the- from and who, did, who influenced you to do the top rope stuff? Because I don't think Harley Race no. did anything other than a double axe handle. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was all chain wrestling. And, right. and that's the thing is, like. No Hurricane Rana. Right, no. Hurricane repertoire, yeah. No, man. I wish Harley. <laughs> I bet he could do one now. Yeah. Let's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's have him try it. I'll train him and right. then yeah. have him do a Hurricane Rana. But uh, th- no, the, the influence was I was smaller back then. I was like 170 pounds. I just graduated high school. Um, I wrestled 171 pounds in high school. And so there's a lot of pressure to – you know, be exciting to me. It was like me and my buddies who um, I lived with two other uh, the pro wrestlers. They're really good friends of mine, and uh, you know they were smaller too. But like there was like Wade, like everyone else was bigger. Like Trevor was bigger. You had, and there's just this stigma like you have to be big to be a professional right. wrestler. So mm-hmm. if you're small, you're not going to do like a power man's gimmick. Like yeah. you're kind of forced to play into that. Like no one's going to care about this little guy. Yeah. Doing nothing. You know, like if you're little, you got to do exciting shit. Right. So I would blend like a lot of mat wrestling and technical chain wrestling with, you know, high flying stuff. And, and and to me, that was the shit that was exciting too is, you know, like the WCW cruiserweight division when I was growing up, like mm-hmm. in the late 90s. Oh, yeah. 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 And in that and, – and I love that shit, you know. And, and my mentality was different back then. I was like, I'll do anything. I'll sacrifice my body. I'll do this, that. what I don't care. You know, I'll run, I'll run my body into the ground, you know, as long as it's – for the sake of the show, right, exactly, you know, yeah. and, yeah. uh, you know, I would do the 450 splash and I'm like, I don't care if there's five people or 50 people, like those same five people paid the same amount of mm-hmm. money to come right. see a show, you know? Yeah. And, and a lot of the wrestlers would be like, man, don't do that. You know, you're tearing yourself up, whatever. And it's just me at the time, you couldn't tell me any differently, man. I was so, you know, right. I was 18. I was young and I was just like, this is how I'm doing it. But, um, the influence, yeah, was from those guys and, like I said, it was just kind of expected, man. Like you just know that – and then partly too, like I heard you guys talking on the that, that podcast that I tuned into about um, 
having a really good opening match and that kind of screwing the rest of the card. Mm-hmm. And I remember listening and I was like, fuck that, man. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. You know, if you want, if you, and see, it was Jeremy, it was a Jeremy White. He yeah. was saying how, you know, you're not really supposed to do that and whatever. And to me, I'm like, no. If if you want to like put on a match, that's going to raise the level for the rest of the right. matches. I agree to an extent. Like, yeah, don't go out there and do all these the huge spots and right. chair and all this stuff that you can't match. Uh, yeah, I right. do understand that. So if he's talking about that, that's fine. But we would go out there and have badass opening matches because it's like. Fuck this. We're on the beginning of the card. You know where you're placing the card, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Well, WrestleMania like, even did it. They put Daniel Bryan Triple H first. I think first should you still be a big match. You want to have a good yeah. match, yeah, to right. draw the fans in and then, um, you know, then go you roll from out there. the divas after that. Right, right. yeah. yeah. Have yeah. a little, you know, go to intermission. Yeah. Right, yeah. But, but, yeah, there's pressure. Like, have a good match. You're going to be moved up the card, you know? Mm-hmm. If you perform well, you're going to get moved up the card to main event. Our main events were always the worst. Really? Yeah, because he would bring in... Old, you know, past their day wrestlers, you know, the The guys that are relying on their name exactly. And they come in and do like a five minute match, and yeah, it's just they just show up, you know, they they don't put on, do their spots and get out, yeah. And sometimes they wouldn't even do that, it was just them showing up. (laughs) So, So, I want to talk a little bit. You, you, You mentioned it really quickly, but you did some WWE shows. Tell us a little bit about what that experience was like. You said, you know, kind of the Harley Race experience, yeah, yeah, but. You know, going through that curtain, was that surreal? It was, man. Like, I'll, I'll tell you the story. Like, it's almost bittersweet. And because uh, at the time, like, I wrestled the two year, first two years, it was awesome, man. Like, it couldn't have been any better. And then it's slowly, like, you, you kind of, like, the business is kind of exposed. And, you know, some things are better just left, like, you know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So, like, once you become a wrestler, like, you start learning all these things. And you kind of learn how... You learn how cutthroat the business is and how it's it's a lot of what you do outside the ring and you got to kiss ass and all this. And it, it – I don't know. It, it changes you, you know? And, right. and so I was kind of I was kind of dealing with that at the time and I almost – I use the example of like when they threw Benoit the belt at the end of WCW. Like it didn't mean shit to him because right. it was just like, hey, we're throwing you a bone. Mm-hmm. And it was like wrong time, wrong pl- – like – so when I, when I made it to – when I was when I first got into wrestling, my goal was to either wrestle for WWE or wrestle in Japan before I was 20 years old because mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to say I wrestled as a teenager in Japan or WWE. WWE. And so I turned 20 in January. I did the shows in WWE in February. And uh, so I barely missed that goal. But at that time, I was kind of like already jaded and and kind of fed up with the with professional wrestling, all the politics and everything. And it was just like I just wanted to wrestle – and and I just couldn't, you know. It was like all this shit I had to deal with outside of the ring. It's mm-hmm. not just like all this hard work and dedication you put in, you know. It, it, you had to do all this other stuff, and it pissed me off, you right. know. But anyway, so w- walking through the curtain, it was bittersweet because I was like, "This is supposed to be the greatest, like one of the greatest moments of my life. Mm-hmm. I've worked my whole life to get here." Um, and I remember walking down the Titantron, and I was like looking, and I turned around, and I'm like. Oh, I'm like, there I am. you know, this is cool. But I was just like pissed off because I was like, I should be really fucking excited about this. Right. And I'm not. And then I was just like, it made me even more angry because I wasn't, you know, happy. Right. And it was just, it was, it was bittersweet, man. Cause they, they gave, um, uh, my buddy and I, Derek, we won the tag titles in a lethal lottery, like in the summer, that summer of 2004. And then I think we did a show in November, actually. I don't. I don't know. I can't remember. I've been too many chair shots. But uh, 
the uh that that year, yeah. So I like I got the belts, and it was kind of the same thing. Like it was toward the end, and I was like, "Man, this is badass!" But yeah. why am I not as as excited as I as I envisioned? You know, mm-hmm. like this should be awesome. And I felt like there he was just throwing me a bone, and so well, not, who, not who to be you... a, not to be a Debbie Downer, <laughs> right? No, that's fine. <laughs> well, that's what the, that's the kind of stuff we like to yeah, hear. No, you know, exactly. I mean, yeah. It's pro wrestling is a very tragic. Oh yeah, definitely. Very tra- oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, chews people up and spits them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and people don't realize that. Like, it's it's very like psychologically, it's very tough. Like, you realize you're very expendable and you're just a piece of meat, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, some 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 wrestlers will like defend it to the death, and well, that's fine, you know. But like, like I was, I think I like told you before, like. People are always like they'll defend it and like whatever because they always have like an angle to get back in. And right. so they're like never want to say anything bad about it. Like mm-hmm. I don't care about ever wrestling again. So I'll right. say whatever I want. Right. Like I did it and I and it was one of the greatest times of my life. But I'm glad I got out of it too, you know. Yeah. Like it, I wasn't a victim of the uh, – Hogan you know, said it. Long. Yeah. yeah you know, so, Hogan said it in a TNA, TNA promo and it's kind of how they treat people from what I gather. Is he said get over or get out. You know, yeah, they don't yeah. care like yeah. what you did. If you're not getting over, it's a I don't business. Care. Yeah. Like, and that's what like I had a problem. Like, my whole problem that I didn't realize it was like you know I took it personally, mm-hmm. and I was so young and like Harley took me yeah. in. So yeah. like the circumstance was different. Like, and and to me, I do that now. I'm like, I want to be different to everybody. You know, like I want to mm-hmm. make an impact whether I meet you for five minutes or whether I've known you for you know five years yeah. or fifty. I want I want you to remember. You know, so I was like, no, you know, I don't care if it's like that. I'm gonna be different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and you can't you like you're gonna fall victim. You're gonna be disappointed, you know. And eventually it comes, and that's part of why I think I was saying earlier how I got out. Like I was injured for a year, and I never once got a phone call from Harley mm. or like that. And it like mm-hmm. that fucks you up, you know. You're like, oh, yeah. man, yeah. I just busted my ass for three years for your company and did you know all this and that. And but I'm looking at it wrong, you know. It's like right. it's not. You can't take it personal. Yeah. And, yeah, and I did, yeah. you know. And that was that was my that was my huge problem, but. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I, did you have more? You want oh, to go into Preguntas or what? Do you no, want? I want to keep going. Yeah, so I want to talk about like you know your your WWE time and then you know your time with Harley Race. What are some of those matches that you had? Because you know we've talked off air about you know yeah. all the things you. But what are some of those matches where you're like, son of a bitch, that was really cool. Like, talk to us a little bit about all that cool shit that yeah. you said. Yeah. Yeah, some of my my favorite. I always say this. My favorite match was with Mick Foley. He was a special guest referee. Hold on, let's stop there. Yeah, yeah. You, you wrestled like, a Mick Hall of Famer. Foley. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not trying to make you like name drop, but that's <laughs> so. Anyhow, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. He uh, this this coach. It was for charity. We did this show in Fulton, Missouri. Mick Foley was the guest, you know, mm. and it was actually like in 2004. So he was still kind of in. Yeah. And he oh, was, yeah. he actually did like a little, I think he was out, but he's in, whatever. I don't know. Kind of how he like, is now. Yeah. But this for, is post knows. the big Mick Foley boom. I mean, right. he's the, the. Yeah. Like yeah, he yeah. was the shit. And he was yeah. like when he was first on his way out. So we did these little gimmicks. That was when Orton was doing like the legend killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll spit in your face. Right. Whatever. Yeah. And, uh. Mick did. The, Mick was doing the my match. Like I you see, Harley asked me to do the match. Like this is freaking awesome. I always felt like the workhorse. Like I always did the grunt work. Mm-hmm. He he. I took pride in Harley feeling comfortable to ask me to do anything. Mm-hmm. I could literally do anything he wanted. Like any kind of match, any gimmick match, whatever. You know, if he wanted me to train somebody at the academy or do it, whatever, I could do it. You know. 
So uh, it was freaking awesome that he chose me. The coach, it was like the high school um, football coach. He came and trained for two months to do this one five-minute match. Right. Like literally, like he learned how to bump. Like he went through the paces and just like anybody, like I respected him so much because, shit, I wasn't even – I was like 19 years old. Mm -hmm. And he's like – so scared that I was going to like whip his ass in the ring. Oh, and he's yeah. a grown man. Yeah. And right, he's like yeah. deathly afraid. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and he was getting the jitters and like, it was so cool though, man. Cause he was just like, man, I'm going to buy you a beer afterwards. And this, and I'm like, dude, I'm like 19. <laughs> I can't, I can't legally do this. But he like, just like anybody, he got in the ring and he had this, this, um, this vision of what pro wrestling was. And it was like, as soon as he started taking bumps and doing the shit, he was like, wow, I have so much more respect for this now. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Anyway, we do the match and it's and it's all scripted. Like you normally don't like call have it. Yeah. everything. We we had everything like literally the 5 minute match was completely scripted. So it was the easiest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like basic shit. And I could just like put my hand in the air and I'd get heat cuz it's the high school. Right. Like there's 500 people there. It's packed and um it's the easiest heat I could ever get. Right. Super easy match, like, and that's why it's like twofold. Like, this is my favorite match because it was by far the most fun. Mm-hmm. But like, as far as like a body of work, it wasn't anything. Right. It was just fun and, for the experience. Yeah, and it was just a gimmick match. You and know, Big I go Foley in there as the ref. Yeah, and I beat him up, whatever. And I'm and I'm talking shit to him. I'm like, I'm I'm like butchering his name. Like his coach, his name was like Coach DeFilly or something. I was like, come on, Coach McFeely. Or yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And people are laughing. And then like, I even did a spot with Mick. Um, I actually got heat with Harley like a couple – or like a year before that because I got on – Harley hated it when people talked on the mic. He's mm-hmm. like just – you know, the motto was shut up and wrestle. That was his motto. Okay. And he hated new age wrestling, right. how there's drama and the storylines. He just wanted to wrestle, wrestle 15-minute match. Harley was old school, 15-minute matches, shut up and wrestle. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got in trouble with um, – when Buff was in. Buff like Bagwell. Year, yeah, Buff Bagwell a year before that. Love Buff. Right. He's awesome. <laughs> He, he's something, that's for sure. Yeah, he's a. I, I saw he's doing a gigolo gig now. Yeah, awesome. oh, yeah. If you yeah. get a chance, if you get a chance, listen to the art of wrestling. Uh, he does a uh, interview with Colt Cabana, and it's Buff does. Yeah, yeah. and it's pretty surreal. Yeah, like, it's, it's a lot of good, a lot, a lot of good stories. Stuff. But anyhow, stuff, Buff but back. Yeah. Go ahead. He uh, so Buff's a special guest, and I'm. It's in my hometown, so I'm tagging with Buff, and Buff's like, "Hey, get on the mic and introduce me," you know. And I'm like, uh, you know, don't. I'm like, is Harley okay with that? He's like, no, don't worry about it, you know? Right. And so it's like fucking buff, the special guest, whatever. So I do it, you know, and I didn't even – I wasn't even on the mic that long. I was just like, hey, I've got a wild card in my pocket tonight, whatever, S- something easy. And I was like, buff, the stuff – you know, and then Harley got pissed. <laughs> and he's like, don't you ever get on the mic, you know, without me. And, you know, threw a fit and I was like, fuck. So I was really leery about, you know right. – Thanks a lot, That's, buff. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, kid. Like, whatever. And then uh, – so this is like a year later when I'm doing the McFoley match and Mick is like – this is the second night I think of, of two shows and he's like, he's like, no, let's get on the mic and let's kind of spit back and forth. And I was like, dude, no. I was like <laughs> – not, not again. I was like, you need to go – I'm like, go talk. And he's like, trust me. It will be fine. So I just like went out on a – you know, I took the risk and I was like, fuck this. this Mick Foley was my guy, dude, through high school. Oh, that yeah. was who I idolized, man. Yeah, and yeah. so I, that was a good childhood dream. I was just like, Mick. And uh, he's like, okay, you say this. You know, we, we didn't really spell it out. But uh, we had kind of a, um, you know, a little blueprint of what we'd say before the match. And he mm-hmm. came out. He talked about like Fulton being historic with Winston Churchill. And, and he loves to talk on the mic. 
So oh, he yeah. was saying whatever. And then I come out, you know, easy heat. And then I started getting in his face and I'm like, I was like, you know what? I don't Have you seen it? I put it on. It's on YouTube. I might have. The match. I, I know I've seen your. But anyway, I was like, if, if you don't call it right down the middle. Uh, first, I was like, these people didn't come here to see you, Mick, and all your books <laughs> and all your championships. <laughs> they came here to see me. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, and then I was like, Mick, and let me tell you something. If you don't call it right down the middle, if you get in my face, I'm going to. Or he's I'm like, I'm going to spit in your face and beat you down just like Randy Orton did. Because oh, Orton did oh, that yeah. like. Like a week before that. There you go. Perfect and then the time. crowd is like, Ugh, you know. Uh-huh. And then um, and then he's like, as far as, you know, you coming – these people, the good people of Fulton coming here to see you and not coming here to see me or the coach. Well, as far as that's concerned, I just have to say <laughs> – and he just started laughing. <laughs> and like I almost started laughing because yeah. I had to like – I had to be pissed off, you right. know. Yeah, yeah. And the whole crowd is laughing. Everyone's laughing at me and I'm like – in my head, I'm like, this is Mick Foley. I'm in the ring oh with like – and I'm just like, I had to keep it straight. I almost lost it, you right. know. Oh, man. But uh, anyway, that was part of that match. And then, you know, we do the match. It's five minutes. Easy. And I hit him actually. And then so that's what antagonizes him to throw me off the top rope. So, you know, the coach doesn't go over clean. Right. Mick does the pin. The guy, the coach spears me, hits a shitty spear. <laughs> so I just sell like a shitty spear. And uh, This is great, man. And – uh you know, he pins me and then and then the crowd's loving it and I'm selling it. It's freaking awesome. And then he turns around and he's like, gives me Socko and the crowd goes nuts. Oh my and, god, yeah. that's insane. It was, yeah, it's great. It's on you should it's yeah, on YouTube. We'll, we'll try to find it. It's, we'll put uh, it on our Yeah, I mean that you can was, plug it here if you yeah. can. I mean That was that, my favorite match. If they search for you on YouTube the, the listeners the, Yeah, look yeah. look up like uh T Money T Money and Mick Foley. It should okay. pop up. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll post it. We'll find it after. Yeah, yeah, I'll put it up on the website if we find it. Yeah. So that I think that yeah, your question was what the favorite match is. Mm-hmm. That was one, and then the other one, like my my roommate Mark, um, who he fights professionally now too, but he still pro wrestles and everything. Um, we had such good matches, dude, because we like we trained together, we lived together. Just that chemistry, Same, yeah. We just had awesome chemistry, man. So we can go out there and not call anything, and just put on just freaking five star match. Like I'm a perfectionist. Like even with my own matches, there's only like a handful of matches I did in three years where I'm like, that was badass, you mm-hmm. know? If something went wrong, I'd be like, fuck, you know, like right. and any would, little yeah. thing and it would ruin you. it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so like I'm such – and that's like when I watch wrestling now, I'm like I'm such a perfectionist. I'm like that was dog shit. Mm-hmm. That's what but, I want to get into right before because I know we've been kind of long with this and we're still going to do the Cinco Preguntas. But <laughs> kind of you, when we said, you know, pro wrestling fan, you said you used to be. So yeah. tell us kind of <laughs> – how did you I, – I know about how you personally got out, but as far as the product, how did you move away from that product that we see today? Well, why don't you like it, I should say? They – like back when I stopped wrestling, it kind of changed too, like 05, 06, whatever, 04, 05, 06. That t- period, they shifted to the more PG area. Mm-hmm. And you know, like at the time, it was like like guys that I tried to emulate, like Benoit, Guerrero, Angle, like those guys – you know, died and left and whatever. Right, so yeah. it was that natural progression. And they just, they see, I mean, I could be different, but I think it's a shitty product now. It's dog shit. Like I don't get like, like I was telling him off air just a few minutes ago. Like I try to tune in every once in a while, but in like 10 years or eight years, whatever, since that time I try and I just can't stomach it, dude. It's just awful. Like to me, wrestling is two things. It needs to be, um, 
you need to it needs to be believable like you have to be believable and with with the physicality with the characters with everything and to me so many of the wrestlers are not solid they're not laying their stuff in clean like john cena's moves look like dog shit to me oh, yeah. i don't believe them he you was know? on uh, steve austin's uh podcast and steve austin even said he said hey that uh stf you do and he's like yeah he's like Cinch that up for me a little yeah. bit, you? you? know, yeah. like, yeah. like, and, like and, and, uh, tighten that one up a bit. Yeah. The, the, the quality – so the quality of wrestling used to be way better, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You, and, so the believability was there. It's not now to me. And then the other thing is – that comes – it fits hand in hand with the believability is you have to be invested. Like I watch now and, and it could be just me. Like I could be wrong, but like – I don't see how somebody as a fan can get invested in some of these characters. You love The Miz, though. No. <laughs> no. I know that. I watched I, – yeah, because I, I posted about that. Right. So I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? right? I watched the YouTube video of when he came out you know, promoting Sabotage yep. and um, The Miz came out. And usually it's a huge spot where they get tons of cheers. It's, it's easy heat. Mm-hmm. Like nobody was booing him. Nobody was cheering him. In professional wrestling, that's the worst thing that can happen when you get no response. And he's just like – I wrestled at WrestleMania 27 and no one cared. No yeah. one cared at all. Yeah. And he's like talking, nothing. There was dead silence. And I'm just like, this is why I don't watch wrestling. Like, I cannot get invested yeah. into anybody. Yeah, why they said the Miz out there baffled me because. And well, you guys, you guys can tell me because honestly, like, I might be a little off base because I don't really watch it. But every time I try to tune in, I'm like, I, I see a character and either from his physical wrestling turns me off or his character turns me off. To me, it has to be believable, and you have to be invested. Yeah. Guys like Steve Austin, you know, like you believe those guys. Yeah. Yeah. The story was believable. Like mm. you, you believed when Benoit like was was wrestled for fourteen years and he won the championship. You know, like right. that was real. You know, mm. like yeah, the Daniel Bryan storyline ha- was kind of that way. Now, I, I think yeah, the problem I, you're facing is uh, TNA's probably got a better in ring product, and then out of the two major ones, WWE probably has better. St- Storylines, but even they're not really. All I that would great, say, so. well, and this is—I mean, we could go really in depth on on the state of wrestling, but I really feel like the good ones are getting recognized, and I think that's why they get so much cheers, even if they're trying to be heel. Like a guy like Bray Wyatt. When you see Bray Wyatt, at least for me, it really feels like I'm looking at a cult leader. Right. Yeah. So that's why people are like, "Fuck yeah!" It's a believable character. Yeah. Now, he's supposed to get heat. We're supposed to scare John Cena yeah, yeah. and and make us boo him, but yeah. it's someone like you said right, that, right. that we believe. So we're like, this guy's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the what that's what it was it. with Austin. Yeah. You know, right. and like you look at the history of professional. That's what it always got over. You know, right. like when you had real story and believable, like you just said. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what Austin did. Like he was supposed to get heat, and people started liking yeah. him because it was genuine. It was like. Yeah, fuck it. Now, then they did turn it into the, right. hey, I'm beating up the boss. Don't you want to beat yeah, up your boss? Exactly, and I get yeah. that. But And I'm taking the example of Bray Wyatt. It's he, If you look at him in 19 – if you put him in 1998, Attitude Era, that's a heel. Oh, yeah. That's a heel going after The Rock, yeah. right? Yeah. Now it's, well, that guy's a good character. Yeah. So fuck yes because we got guys like The Miz who don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Creative doesn't know what they're doing for them. So fuck that. It's stupid. And so that's why it's hard for WWE to kind of keep this whole thing going. But anyhow, let's uh, – The guys well, – I'll say real quick. Like when I was getting out, like when I was in WWE, those those couple shows, um, like, like Shelton Benjamin, like I'll use an example, was one of the greatest freaking athletes, great wrestler, 
awesome in-ring ability. But like I think he was even quoted in interviews and saying and – I, and I even talked to him a little bit and he's just like, man, I'm just here to get a paycheck. The newer generation, like they want to come in and they don't care about yeah. – um, they're, they're just like point me – show me what to do. When back in the day, like you know the, the Attitude Era, Steve Alt, like everybody came in and they contributed to creative. Right. right. And like they – now I don't – I think it's different now. People yeah, no. come in and they're like, OK, well, it's the job. What do I do? And it's like, no, dude, yeah. you, you're, they don't bring anything to the table. There's no originality. There's no creativity. Definitely. I do think it's it's we're seeing a little more of that now, where mm-hmm. you know they're rewarding guys who want to be here. Yeah, and and you're seeing. I think what what you're seeing too is a lot of uh, second generation people now. Yeah, so it's in their blood. And yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. their life. So, but who knows? Only time will tell. Only but we've got to tighten this one up. We got we do a segment we do with every guest. Cinco preguntas. Same, okay, five questions because we're the. Spanish announce table. We're clever. Yeah, That's we're Spanish. Clever. I get it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, see, see what we did there. No, so uh, we uh, this. Uh, I don't even know how to how to intro this. We'll just play the clip, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do Cinco preguntas. She's pretty hot, right? She said it way better than you guys did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing, and I'm telling every guest this is our running joke. So the very first time we do this. He plays that, and I'm like, Dude, Tim, like, tell me, like, he's like, who the fuck? Yeah, is I'm like, that? who, who is? Like, and then he goes, it was a uh, Google Translate I did, where you pull, click, <laughs> no click. Shit. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I, felt I was like, I can the- get you your number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, no, I was like, yeah, Google does sound pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. and then I was like, oh, good yeah. work, yeah. Google yeah. Translate. Was it Rob Schamberger named her Lady Google? Yeah, but, Lady yeah. Google. That was a Rob Schamberger. So, all right, let's get into it. So we kick this off with the first question: Is favorite wrestler of all time, excluding yourself? I mean, obviously. Oh yeah, I mean, actually, <laughs> let me stop you real quick. Remember, Bobby Lashley actually was like, "Well, besides me, number one." Well, yeah, he's I like my like, favorite wrestler of all time, is Bobby did. Lashley. Yeah. I mean, of course he did. Like, right. I wouldn't have said myself. By right. Right. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't uh, favorite. That, that's kind of like a threefold. Like I, I can't just oh, answer. Yeah, no, like, that's oh, fine. No, yeah, we ahead. get multiple yeah, yeah. answers too. Yeah, yeah. Like we're not strict with the rules. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> not, you have ten seconds to answer. Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate like questioning. We're just like you. You gotta like multiple. I'm like it's not yeah. multiple. You can't. Like, no. Yeah. There's so like, many. What if they're short? What if they're fat? Like I don't. You yeah. know. Like there's there's parameters here on <laughs> sure. the questions. Well, and there's so many different things you can like about wrestlers right. too. But triple who's your top then. Yeah. Triple H. Like as far as overall, like everything wrestling. You know the it factor. Um, you know, championships won just everything. He was one of my favorites, like, yeah. all time. There's another one that was believable for me too. That oh like, yeah, when he started getting into a promo, oh the one where he talked about Ric Flair taking him out behind the bar, mm-hmm. our barn, and putting him down. Oh yeah, I was like, man, that's one of the best promos I'd seen up to that date. I was like, He's amazing, great man, and uh, always loved him. I, I have to say Harley, of course. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, you look, you look at the time, man. He's just he's one of the greatest of all time. Kurt Angle was always one of my favorites, man. Just because of his background, like, you know, coming through wrestling. Like, I love that Mm because that's where I came from. And obviously not Gave some legitimacy, too. Yeah. And And what he did and, like, what he did in such a short amount of time with the promos, with the ingering ability, everything. You know, he's got everything. I haven't watched him in years. I don't know what he does now, but I don't think it's very good. But uh, Well, he's so tore up and beat down and and gotten himself into, you know, his his vices. Definitely. So, I mean, I have like a top five or top three, top five. Sure, yeah. Like Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, 
uh, Mick Foley. Like those, those yeah. are like the top five, top yeah. six. Oh, definitely some, yeah, definitely some good ones. All right, so now your favorite match of all time, excluding you. We kind of went into that already, but excluding you, what's your favorite match of all time to to watch? Um, okay, that that's that is an easy one. The Hell in a Cell and the Mick Foley mm, Undertaker, yeah. and I know yeah. he hates that. He hates that match. And how it made him faint, whatever. But dude, that was it for me. And I would read his book like before football games. I would go to that passage like it was the Bible, <laughs> and I would read like him describing like his fingers wouldn't work climbing right. up the cage, and it would give me like goosebumps. And I'd go out there and destroy people on the football go field, out and like, kick some yeah. ass. Yeah. Like I would literally like there was our quarterback was like a like a um, studying ministry, and he would come in and be like, "Oh, you guys are gonna pray?" And we're like, "Yes, we have the good book." And then we, and then we'd open it. It was like Mick Foley's Have a Nice Day. You know day. how like some guys are on a- so pissed, man. And we're like, we're like, what, what, like, what? no, this is yeah. No, so like you imagine like some guys are on the field and, and like they're getting hyped up, they're reading Bible passages or something like, yeah. you know. So I walked through the Valley of Shadow, you know, to try to psych out the team. You're over here like, and I was climbing up the hell in a cell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Yeah. Me and I had one buddy. We would do it like every game and we'd have it. And it was like, it was page like 385. I still remember. Like you flip to it. You're like, everybody, take a knee. Yeah. <laughs> take a knee. Yeah. So we turned to page 385. So that, that match, like you said, I could watch it. I could still watch that over and over. I just watched it like. I don't know, probably like three months ago. And it's still like I watch it and I get more enjoyment out of it every time. And now when I watch it, it almost makes me like uneasy. Like Mm, the more I watch it, like and just knowing everything and seeing, you know, like knowing everything behind what happened and what what really should have happened and everything. And it just it makes it almost turns my stomach because I'm just like, dude, he's so lucky he didn't die. He didn't like everything, you know. Mm. And so when I watch it now, I'm just like it gives me. Like I had a different feeling when I watched it back then. I'm like, this is awesome. Right, I want to yeah. do that. And now yeah. I watch it. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. But no, we no. have we have clips of that in our show open because uh-huh. yep. it's so awesome. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, oh no. This uh, it's, you. it's you. So we. I'm. I'm gonna guess we know the answer to this one already. But biggest influence. Uh, Harley Race. Yeah. Right, I was gonna yeah. say. Uh, I probably could answer that right. for you given the the interview. But I mean, it just. Uh, can you sum up what the man means to you then? In in. Man, in the I, he just. Like I talked to my judo coach about it because like when he was 12 years old, he was like – he got brought into the judo club and um, like he will always like be in debt to that coach. You know, mm-hmm. like no matter what, what that coach does, no matter what happens, even if sure. he doesn't agree with in line with what he did, like he's always going to have a, like a, a sincere sense of loyalty to yeah. him, you know. And I, I feel the same. my sister and I'm just – Yeah, gonna, exactly. You know, like, yeah. Like, like Harley Race, like he – back in 97, like he, he – killed those two people in a boat you guys know the story yeah, right yep. right like and it's all like hush hush like he whatever paid off to get mm. it went away whatever when, when i was training there was a guy that would like post newspaper articles and they hated harley and bj and like oh you know murder whatever but i'm like dude i don't care like he took me in dude and like he helped me out like so much and mm-hmm. yeah like you know it, it didn't i didn't keep wrestling whatever man but it, he is he has a huge influence on me, you know. Like when you're when you're taken in at such an impressionable age. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah definitely. And then like every, like I said, you hang on to like his every word, you know. Well, sure like you just you want his uh, his affection or his his uh, you know his, his affirmation. Yeah, yeah affirmation. exactly. Yeah, no, I can only imagine the life lesson. Like, oh, I called him God. on his birthday a couple days ago, you know, and his dementias. I used to make jokes with the guys. I'm like, man, I don't know, and this is legit. Like ten years ago. I would joke if he wouldn't remember my name from day to day because mm-hmm. his dementia is so bad and like mm-hmm. the wrestling like and so now like fast forward ten years 
imagine how bad it is now. Right. Like, right. He's, his memory is so bad, so it's really sad. But he actually remembered me, and we talked for a little bit. That's awesome. And then, uh, you know, cool. so that made me feel good. And he said he's having a good day and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, I'm going to the casino. <laughs> awesome. yeah. But, uh, but, but, yeah, man, like, uh, I don't know where I was even going with that. No, it's fine. No, we, yeah, no, yeah. we were no. just talking biggest influence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that, that's the thing is, like, even now, like, when I talk to him, it's like, you know, it's, well, I'm it's sure still, it brings and me back. still go yeah. back to it. Yeah. Seems like yeah. a father figure. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. I don't care what he does. I'm always going to, you know. Right. Yeah. It's Harley. So. Yeah, Team Harley. Ride or die. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Who do I got to beat up? Harley, you point him out. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So the next one, and uh, this is favorite term. And what we mean here is, like, baby face, heel, that kind of stuff. What's your favorite term in pro wrestling? Shit can. Shit can. That's, That's a first one. Heard, yeah. All right, go a little bit. Tell us a little bit about shit can. Well, for those who don't. Oh. It's when you throw somebody over the top rope. Right. <laughs> or, or not even the top rope, when you well, throw just, somebody out of right. the ring. Right. Yeah. So, like, you know, it, the pro wrestling, like, language is so dumb to me, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, it's like, weird. It's, I, people that, like, they want to talk, like, sound cool. They, like, learn and, like, oh, shit can and mm-hmm. that guy's a mark and like, – I don't know, man. It's they have their own language. I just think that's bizarre. Do you still yeah. use it? Because I know you train, you know, jujitsu and stuff like that. Like, you ever catch yourself? Yeah. Do you just... ever catch yourself? Like, all right, then you shit can them. You know what I mean? Like, do you not, man, not really. Like, maybe for a while, but like, kind of when you get around people, then you start talking that way. It's just like any language. Like, right. You get around that atmosphere and you start talking like that again. But in the everyday, no, I don't. I don't. Like talk when you're like teaching like a takedown, you don't say take a bump. Dude, I say that because my <laughs> judo coach Josh Hinges loves pro wrestling, and he'll always say that he'll be he like asking about like he's like is that a working bump? I'm like, there's no such thing as a working bump. Like <laughs> it's a bump. I catch myself just as a fan and I mean and, and the show host like watching a movie or like a TV show. So I start watching a uh, TV show and the new season. Is starting to the show, and they're introducing a new character. I'm like, oh, so this guy's going to be the heel. Yeah, I'm just like, it's all. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, I get it, man. I know I used to be that way, but I think because you guys are still fan. Like, I don't watch it, so right. It it kind of goes away when you're not you're not around. Yeah, it, but yeah, we throw so. you in a wrestling ring, it starts coming. Yeah, back exactly, yeah. man. Gotcha. I, it's like riding a bike, man. Right. Just, yeah. Go right into. All right, it. so our fifth pergunta here, and this oh, is man. this is the best one. All right, this one is more a thought experiment than it is a question. Okay, so like you're coming back in the business. We're going to book you. I am? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right now, this is uh, just hypothetical situation here, okay? Thought experiment. Uh, you're coming back in the business. We're going to build you up. Let's see if we can say it's a, uh, a long build here. Uh-huh. We're going to put you over, take you to the top at Mania, your next big feud with T-Mac. Be easy. What's the story? Oh. Be easy. What's like, the story? That was awesome until you said the last part. <laughs> I was all down with it. And then yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, like, no, oh, T-Mac. T-Mac. Oh, the yeah. engines were going, and then all of a sudden you threw that in, and I was like, <laughs> oh. yeah, no. So what's the story? How are you, how are you going to take line. T-Mac and get yourself over at Top uh, Mania? If I would, I would do it something personal, man. Like we'd make something up about um, – like he questions my legitimacy, you mm. know, when he starts talking shit on, uh, you know – what I do, like, because that's I'm big on that, man. Like right, when yeah, somebody yeah. like you know questions my integrity or whatever, so it'd be easy, man. I'd have T Mac question all that and start, you know, easy heat, you know, yeah, and then yeah. I get pissed. And so you're I'm, the baby face. 
Yeah, if I'm going to... I imagine him... Uh, Why am I always the heel? Yeah, well, because you're, you're you. a radio personality. You talk. Like, you got... I want to be the baby face no, once. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, well, like, I like working a heel better. Like, I could I could spin it the other way, yeah. too. Michael Strider said he would put you over. That's true. Michael, Michael Strider, Strider said he would but put you over. But that's another thing. It's like, I'm not... I'm sorry, man, but I'm not going to put you over at Mania. <laughs> it's Mania, like, bro. And like, what are you going to do? There's there's yeah. other factors involved here. Than I just imagine like, maybe he questioned your validity, and then he even start like... Maybe you're there with Harley, and I imagine him maybe like just just shaving a little bit of Harley's beard all of a sudden out of nowhere, and then maybe you know what I mean get some good heat, you know? Just yeah, I could I can get good yeah, heat. yeah. We could we heat, could run yeah. with that. We could get you some serious heat. That'd yeah. be awesome. I mean, just look at him. I know. Yeah. Just gotta have a picture and be like, look at this guy. All right, everyone just booze. <laughs> and then I I would play off like if even if I was a heel, I'd play off like. You have no business being in the ring. True. You know, like I, I could play that whole thing. <laughs> right. Like, you're setting it up. And even <laughs> right, then, yeah. it's questionable. Awesome. <laughs> no, this is great. Th- that, that was. Cinco preguntas. That, she does sound hot. Yeah. It does. I mean, I like fell if, for yeah. it. I what, fell for it. What's her number? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it to you off in here. <laughs> I don't want to broadcast it to the, right. the inner tubes. No, so Travis Conley, I mean, former. Oh, my God. Uh, Before we let you go, anything you want to plug? Yes, I know you're yeah, yeah. a gym owner. You know, you train here in Kansas City. Websites, Twitter oh, accounts, uh, whatever you want to get out, man. Get I it out. I appreciate it. Um, underground Gym, that's uh, seven years now I've had that. It's kind of a it, – literally, it's an underground operation. And uh, the new website's ungd.tv. I'm going to open up uh, – probably launch it like officially – the uh, the membership access part here in a couple months, but everything I've done in ten years as a trainer, um, putting all the exercises, tutorials, recipes, everything on there for like a nominal fee, and you just get access to it. Um, so yeah, we didn't even get into that. This guy, as far as a trainer for like legit personal trainer, like getting you in shape, the nutrition, all of that, everyone swears by Travis Conley. Jeez, I need, I need to hit him up. I know. It's kind of it wasn't I'm getting to be doughboy over here. I need to <laughs> like a like somebody was saying a couple of people said like the Dolce of Kansas City. You are really, I but mean, like it's not even by like I didn't even want to like you know I started training LC and then more people hit me up and it just it's just kind of snowballed. So yeah, hey man, when when the public calls, right. man, you got to answer the <laughs> call, answer, right? Yeah. yeah, go go where the people you know. So okay, give the you, fans what they want. So ungd.tv. Yes, that's okay. it. Thank you. All yeah. right, cool. All right. Cool. So that's it, man. Like uh. Plug my gym, yeah. Uh, KCBJJ, like my guys there. That's where I train at now. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, Jiu-Jitsu fight. Yes, and uh, you know, just all my training partners and my gym, man. That's it. Yeah, no, and we'll put all that stuff in the. Uh, of course, the and we're gonna we're gonna like find that. that link too. We'll find the link when we get off air. And we'll Appreciate put it. Up it. On yeah, the we'll try Appreciate to get all that man. going. Uh, well, thanks for coming in, man. This, dude, this is, yeah, is awesome. This has been amazing, Travis no. Conley, and uh, we'll get out of here. We're gonna come back. We'll do some tweet the table. Tweet the table. Thank what you guys. Yeah, no, thank you. And uh, that's when we return the Spanish announce table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Triple H right here. Yeah, huh? exactly. And uh, TrinityTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, Captain Awesome, have you heard the freaking news? What news is that? We are on Stitcher Radio. I did hear that. Dude, I love Stitcher. Stitcher is radio on demand. Yes, it is the best app 
for any type of radio that you want on your smartphone. I have it right now. It is on my home screen. Look right there as you can see it. It is amazing. Not only do you get us, you get the MMA Hour, which I'm into. There's over 20,000 shows to discover. There is Stitcher. so much to listen to on Stitcher plus us that it is the best app for your smartphone. You can listen anytime, anywhere. It's a free app. It's available on iOS, Android, Nook, iPad. It's in over 4 million car dashboards. It's on demand and on the go. And we're on it, and that's why you need to be listening to us on Stitcher Radio. Yeah, dude, there's no downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory. It's streaming. It's the best. It is seriously the greatest app for your podcast needs. If you don't have Stitcher, you can download it free today. You can go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Click on the here is on Stitcher advertisement that we have on there. It'll take you right to our show. You can download Stitcher and you can start streaming the Spanish announce table right into your ear holes just like that. It is the best app for your ass. By the way, go on there, click on there, go to our show page. If you rate us, that only helps us out too, man. Stitcher, it's a win-win. And you know we're the best, so give us the best rating. So go get it now, SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Baseball fans, want to keep up to date on all the exciting news of Major League Baseball? Tune in to Fielder's Choice and the Clubhouse, two exciting baseball podcasts on the Heavy Hitter Network. Each week, Fielder's Choice keeps you informed on baseball from around the league. And every weekend, the Clubhouse goes in-depth on one specific team. Fielder's Choice and the Clubhouse on the Heavy Hitter Network at www.nohitter.podbean.com. Also available on iTunes, Fielder's Choice, and The Clubhouse on the Heavy Hitter Network. Correction, sir. It's Tweet the Table time, motherfucker. Ha! Hell yeah. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! And we kick off Tweet the Table. Anybody new to the show? The thousands upon thousands of new listeners that we have. Tweet the Table is a segment where you can participate by going onto your Twitter machine. Twitter machine. And using the hashtag, hashtag Tweet the Table. Tweet the Table. And we will read your hashtag on the air. Maybe not all of them, but we're going to read one of yours. There's sure. a lot of them lately. And we're going to read the best ones. Mm-hmm. And, well, here's the thing. We're going to read the best ones, but we will definitely read everyone. We'll lead – well, at least – man, I cannot talk tonight. Yes. That's not really tonight. but it's more so my life. Uh-huh. But we will read at least one of your tweets yes. to us. We'll kick it off with the Mop Jockey. Where you at, Mop? Where you at, Mop? He says, hashtag tweet the table. Man, my childhood has taken some, my childhood has taken some major hits this week. First the streak, then Warrior. What's next? G.I. Joe loses to Cobra? <laughs> yes. Could happen. Yes. At Hallmark. Whoa. Calm down. Still playing some Vader music. Yeah, calm Gotta down. Stop that. I have to play this up a little bit because Hallmark of Swede says, I loved T Mac arguing with Scott Steiner. Remember last week? He's fat. I'm not. Yeah, no, well, no, you're not fat. <laughs> we said Sting. He's fat. He's not. You're like, no, he's not. Yeah, he's he not. Says, he's still a fat. Why did that just stop? He's still a fat bastard. There we go. Well, no, he's not. Anyway, so I love that. That was fun. Mom Jockey says, oh, the Fraudcast is still a thing? I'll go download the new episode. Hmm. <laughs> All right. They, stay tuned, Mom Jockey. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Maybe a little. You're working off. Maybe a little. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got that? 
Now go take your clothes off. I'm working off. All right. I'm working on it and I'm working off and maybe just maybe a reformatted broadcast might be coming on. At the Mop Jockey, again, says hashtag Truth Table. Come on, give GFW a chance. It's never a bad thing to have more places for guys to work. And I agree. Global Force Wrestling. No! Yes. No, fuck that yes, show. Yes, 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 yes. No. Bad News Big Josh at Bad News Big Josh. Yeah. Says, GFW? No, it's FYACW. Fuck yeah, American Championship Wrestling. Hashtag Truth Table. No, it was FYMCW. Fuck yeah, America Championship Wrestling. <laughs> yes. Mop Jockey again. Hashtag Truth Table. Adam Rose equals Fondango equals Disco Inferno equals shit. Have you seen it? They actually have the Exotic Express rolling around. No. They've got a tour bus painted up, Exotic Express, and they're bringing it town to town. Are we the only people excited about this? I don't know. I love it. I think this is great. I think it's going to be so fun. I think it's going to be amazing. You know why? Because I think they're going to bring them in as a baby face. It's not your heel, Fandango, I'm better than you, prissy, right. homosexual exactly. kind of thing. It's a it's fun. It's fun, yeah. The bunny one, Baby you see face. where they're yeah. like, oh, bunny. <laughs> Which fucking hungry is those, for God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> it's great. I no. love it. At Heavy Set 330 says, I was going to donate some money until I heard at Titan T-Max saying Natalia sucks. Send it to the French announce table instead. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. She still sucks. He says, also, you need to be a great wrestler and a good actor in the Divas division. Mm-hmm. Minus AJ, who fits that description? No one. And that's why. Hold on. And that's why the Divas division is at an all-time low. Mm, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. You know when the best uh, time the Divas division was, I think, in the last five years what's that when santino was the champ remember that wow yeah that's how bad it's been at wir cataclysmic nancy grace is a cum guzzling thunder cunt that needs to jump off a cliff hashtag tweet the table hashtag rest in peace ultimate warrior hey by the way uh we didn't mention this coming in uh a badass was our uh, interview with uh with um, the interview we just did, God, why am I drawing a blank? All of Travis Conley. Travis Conley. Oh, I was like, what the fuck are you talking I about? Yeah. I was thinking Nancy Grace, but I mean, like, no. we, we talked about that, and I don't remember if that was off air or during the thing. But, I think it was off air. Yeah, yeah. But fuck but her. Was, yeah, but no, fuck Nancy Grace, but awesome. I just wanted to give lip service to the, uh, yeah. the Travis Conley interview we just did. Glad that dude came on here. Thanks again. I mean, I know I told it to him. Well, yeah. I'm sure he's listening, Amazing. but dude, thanks again. Um, but Nancy Grace. Yeah, what a bitch. Here's the thing. I, mean, I a- get, I get. I totally understand the shock value. Oh, my God. What did fill in the blank say? I'm going to tune in. But here's my thing. Just be fucking factual. If you hate pro wrestling, fair enough. If you hate something, fair enough. But don't come at it fucking just making shit up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I hate. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if you hate something, I get it. Horrible. First off, horrible timing. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Have some fucking decency. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. And yeah. second, fucking have your facts straight. And you blindsided your guest. You had DDP on there, knowing he didn't know you were but fucking torched yeah. the damn thing. Yeah. And this is a guy who's trying to market stuff right now. Right. In his fucking thing, that's very great for the wrestlers. Is turning their lives around. Mm-hmm. That's what you should have fucking talked about. If you wanted to bring up that that potential thing like you could have went that route mm-hmm. and done it in a positive spin and made yourself yes. look like a decent human being 
at WIR Cataclysmic says, The shield masks are a total ripoff from New Japan's Bullet Club. Look it up, you dorks. Hashtag tweet the table. Hey, I'm sorry. I don't have time to watch Japanese pro wrestling. Well, my thing is I think it's a ripoff of Aces and Eights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. 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 Bad news, Big Josh. EY, new world champion. Holy fucking shit. That is awesome. Hashtag tweet table. I do like that he's the world champion. I think he definitely deserves it, and I think that is awesome, and I like the new angle they're going with him. I just think they did it too soon. I think it's just overshadowed. Yeah. Yeah. At Negron says, if Seamus and Paige had a baby, would it be invisible? Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag they hurt my eyes. Hashtag I'd still bang Paige. <laughs> I mean, they're so clear. They look like they, – they're so white. They look like clear gummy bears. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Oh, my God. Credit credit to Turner for that. My host on the split decision. That was his yes. joke. At the Mop Jockey, hashtag tweet the table. If Angelina Love added 10 to 15 pounds, she would be perfect. That kind of white trash slutty look is totally me. Oh, 10 to 15 pounds would make her look not sickly, but still it would be too skinny for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I'll know. take it. Yeah. I'll take it now. Yeah. Mm. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. I'm just kidding. Sucks, man. <laughs> sucks, man. At the mob jockey, hashtag tweet table. Didn't Bully go through four tables in one spot in the old TLC matches? Yeah, because Dixie kept saying, like, you've never been. He put you not through one table, but two tables. Something you've never. Bully Ray put through two tables in a single match. I instantly was like, bullshit. TLCs, ECW. I was like, what a yeah. fucking joke. Yeah. Dumb, yeah. dumb. Uh, at Type Bomb, Pounds of Justice. Says, oh, I get it. They both have big beards. Beards show you're a champion. And their names rhyme. D. Brian E.Y. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. GBL at GBL 316. OMG. Can someone tell Willow to shut the hell up? I hate that guy. Hashtag tweet the table. I agree. This Willow thing is just not any good. And I mean, I, it's coming from the mind of Jeff Hardy. And I mean, hey, say what you want. I mean, the guy's worked hard he's entertained us he's he's a draw he's, he's entertained really you well in his time i mean he did the hardy boys and they did the tlc matches and they he has entertained us at some point in his career and put his body on the line but don't give him creative control over shits very true i think the way you feel about sting is the way i feel about jeff hardy yeah 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 i think i've said that before but i'll say it again you know yeah. why? Because uh. it's our show. Ah. Yeah. Oh, here it is. GBL three sixteen says, "OMG, JBL just called them Axel back at the Awesome Voice. Isn't that the name you coined?" Hashtag tweet table. Hashtag SmackDown. It is. They did say JBL. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. I want fucking royalties. And, and I had a conversation with JBL about this, and he even said, since I pointed it out, if you get a big royalty check. Can you send me a dollar? <laughs> Which <laughs> it's coming your way, man. I guarantee you. <laughs> Tunes Brian brought up that I should. Send him a dollar, but charge him $2 for the processing fee, mm-hmm. and I'll get a dollar back. There you yes. go. There GBL316, if it's possible, at Renee Young, WWE looks more gorgeous than usual on hashtag SmackDown. Hashtag she Zilla. is just heavenly. She is a beautiful woman. I mean, she, I just want to kiss her on the cheek. Yeah. I Yeah. I want to kiss her on the lips. Yep. Yes. Calm down. And on the nips. Uh, calm. Yes. Yep. Yes. It was going there. I knew it. What we got next? Yes. Come on. Keep going. Yes. Uh, hashtag tweet the table. At the mom jockey, hashtag tweet the table. RVD's nip slip on hashtag diet raw is kind of creepy. <laughs> Please keep those things covered. <laughs> I didn't notice that. 
Oh my god. <laughs> the RVD nip slip. <laughs> I didn't notice an RVD nip slip. That's great. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, at WIR Cataclysmic. Oh, look, it's Bobby Lashley. I completely forgot he's back with TNA. Hashtag Tweet Table, hashtag Impact. Yeah, it's. It's wasted. Isn't it? Yeah, it's wasted. I mean, hey, we got a former champion from WWE, and he's, well, he's there. Yeah. Cataclysmic again says, it's funny how I can always tell which silhouette is Angelina Love in the beautiful people's entrance. Hashtag skin and bone. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag impact. I mean, she is skinny. At FTW780, Ryback should change his theme from meat on the table to tweet on the table. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. Yes. He also says, why couldn't it be Batista instead of Warrior that died? Hashtag tweet the table. Whoa. Hashtag fuck Batista. Whoa. Uh, Let's... How about just neither person yeah, died? But yeah. Let's... I understand this. Look, yeah. I hate a lot of things in life, but I never wish death on Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Let's get it together. Cataclysmic. The things I'd do to Velvet's ass. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag Katie. I'm sorry. Hashtag impact. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> FTW 780 again. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag awesome sucks balls. Sorry, I wanted to be a dick. Hashtag where you at, mop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. What the hell has Davy Richards done to his hair from WR Cataclysmic? Hashtag bad hair day. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, he frosted his fucking tips and mohawked it or something. I don't know. Yeah, come on. It's not Jesus. the late 90s, early 2000s. Let's get it together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. At WR Cataclysmic, we don't like you. What kind of stupid fucking chant is that? TNA fans need to smarten up, if that's even possible. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, they're chanting, we don't like you at Dixie Carter. <laughs> we don't like you. <laughs> I uh, mean, hey, more, how can you be more blunt? Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's I see. wanted them to chant nerd. So, you know, it's better than that. Mm-hmm. Nerd or dork? Who's dork? Dork. 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 Yes. At Katie C and Punk 09. Where you at, Katie? Not gonna lie, seeing Daniel Bryan and Hulk Hogan in the same ring was pretty cool. Hashtag SmackDown. It was. Table. It was. Here's my thing, and maybe it's just because I practiced it nine million times as a kid and in high school and still today. Yeah. But do the poses right. Yeah. Yeah. He was like clenching his fist. It didn't. Oh, man. At Adam Pearson, at Adam underscore Pearson, as it were, Eric Young is TNA champion. Where's David Arquette when you need him? Hashtag tweet the table. Well, it's oh, not that bad. Yeah. Not that bad. But it is overshadowed. Yeah. At FTW 780. So in the past two weeks, the streak has ended. Warrior passes. And worst of all, Eric Young is TNA champion. Hashtag it dark is, days. Oh, wow. <laughs> Guys, it is not that bad. Yeah. Uh, at Type Bomb Pounds of Justice, that psychiatric services van was for the Impact Zone crowd for watching that. Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Hey, you know another crowd that sucked? Mm. Last night's Raw crowd. Cl- uh, God, I cannot talk right now. Last night's Raw crowd. It was. was that, there was times I thought it was good. Where, 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 there, I thought it, they were sitting on their hands a lot uh, of the time. I, have to go back. I, I do remember one time I was thinking, wow, that was a pretty decent reaction. And it was 
for not who it was supposed to be, I thought. Uh, anyway. Very Green Bay-ish. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to go back and rewatch. Are you talking about the John Cena when they were cheering him when he came out? No. They were cheering him. That's no. what I thought was crazy. Uh, at Katie C and Punk 09, loved your guys' show last week with at Rob Schamberger and at Katie Wright's probably your best interview. Hashtag rest in peace for your hashtag tweet the table. It was amazing. It was a good good interview. I always like when Rob Schamberger and Katie come yeah, to the studio. Yeah, every we, time they come, it's great. We, we get out so late those nights, but it's well worth it because mm-hmm. we have a blast talking to them. And it's always like... Damn, I don't want you guys to go, but we got some fucking work to do. I don't think we've had, honest to God, I don't think we've had a bad interview yet no, with any of our so. guests. Uh, no, uh-uh. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Katie Seampunk09, also glad you got your tickets to SmackDown. Hope you're working on my sign. Hashtag Katie, I'm sorry. Hashtag Tweet the Table. That would be or cool. Or Hashtag Tweet the Table sign, too. Yeah, I don't know. It, it all depends. Uh, you know, I, I, I want to do the Katie, I'm sorry sign, but I also don't know where the exactly where we're going to be related to the camera. I haven't looked yet. We got to do it, though, don't we? If we're in the seats, but we could yeah, be in the suite. We could what? Be in the suite. Oh man, doesn't that suck, guys? We're gonna be in a suite. Yeah, we're gonna be in a suite eating some food. Free food, free drink, free drinks. What? Mm. Mm. Yeah, and then Katie, I will be very sorry because right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it, it all depends. It all depends. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. And my date that night. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did show me a picture of this date. Huh? Oh. You're gonna be able to close this. I sure hope so. Oh man. Not with me, they're fucking shit up. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. All right, all right. At the Mop Jockey, hashtag tweet the table. Fuck CJ Parker versus Kali. Why? Just why? Yeah. I, yeah. 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 Mm. I mean, who makes that fucking decision? I mean, honest God, who makes that fucking decision? Yeah. It can't be Triple H. I don't know. I hope not. Here's a good question, and and this will kind of spray off on a little bit of a tangent here. FTW 780, with EY being champ and Debry being champ, the wrestling world now looks like Duck Dynasty. Hashtag beards, hashtag tweet table. Beards are really in style all of a sudden again. I'm tired of it. Right? But beards, especially with some of these beards that are out there, take a long time to grow. Mm -hmm. So that means a lot of people... Before beards were in style, we're growing. All them. collectively decided, I'm going to grow a beard, even though it's not in style. Right? How does that fucking work? I don't out? know. I don't know. That is it's crazy. Really, it's always. I've been wondering, like, how did this start? And you know why I think this is me just completely being a com- conspiracy theorist. You know why I think maybe they are growing beards hmm. is to cover up when they talk in the ring. I think so. Yeah. Cover up their uh, mouth. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. At the Mob Jockey hashtag tweet table, check out Shield versus Wyatt's from main event. Holy shit, what a match. It's always great. Yeah, I, I did, did watch that one. Yeah, it was very great. Yes, good. Yes. Yes. Uh, WIR Cataclysmic, quite funny seeing a restroom break sign during the AJ versus Natalia match on Total Divas. Hashtag tweet the table. Oh, I didn't see it. I, have to check I it mean, it's not. It's Natalia. Yeah. Which I did watch Total Divas. Did I tell you that? Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. And Natalia got she got fucked up in the face like every time they showed her. Like Summer Ray, spinning back kick, AJ, spinning back kick, Summer Ray, smacking the nose. <laughs> God, that was a great show. WR Cataclysmic John Cena would be such a stupid heel if he did cheat on Nikki Bella. Hashtag dat ass, hashtag dat rack, hashtag with the table. Yeah, but John Cena could get whatever the fuck. Yeah, he wants. John Cena could get literally whatever he wants. At Tunes Brian. Are we really live tweeting Total Divas? Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag bake the cookies. Hashtag knit the sweaters. Wow. Wow. Man, he's been talking to our janitor, John Cena. Yeah, he's going at it. Hmm. He's going at it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. At Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table. Win the fudge. That's what he says. 
Are they going to push Damian Sandow, one of the best people and characters in the WWE? I agree. Do you think they're trying to with that little segment he did with Big Show where he was like, I deserve I it, but then he so. got a fucking knockout punch exactly. and didn't even have a match? I don't know what the stalling is. I don't know if he pissed somebody off or what, but Hallmark is sweet again. Hashtag Tweet Table. Why is RVD back? You can't build a storyline around him, and every match is the same. I was sick of him in TNA and still am. He's back for merchandise sales. I'll say this. I was excited initially when he had that match with Jericho when he came back from TNA. Yeah. But after he left, I'm not. And I'm the biggest RVD fan. You know, not the biggest, but I'm a huge RVD fan. Right. But I I do kind of agree with that. Yeah, no, I agree with you too. At Hallmark of Sweet, hashtag Tweet Table, would Daniel Bryan cutting his hair and shaving be an instant heel turn? If not, do you think he should? Yeah, it, it's, it's he looks like a little, part of the he looks like a little boy if yeah, he does. It's it's become part of the deal now, I think. I think if he kept the long hair and shaved the beard, maybe that could be like a heel thing or something. But if he did both, yeah, he'd look like a fourteen year old. Yeah. Uh at Tunes Brian, I sadly find the commercials for Legends House highly amusing. Hashtag to the table. I can't wait for that fucking show. I know you're really excited I about see it. it. I'm not. I'm just eh. the only yeah. thing I want to see the only honest to God the only part of that promo that I'm like Ooh, I want to know what that's about is when they show Mean Gene crying I want to know what brought him to tears yeah everything yeah. else just seems really staged yeah. and not entertaining it seems like the backstage segment they did with Hogan and Orndorff and Piper at Mania that's what it seems yeah. like it's going to be at Tunes Brian Dear Sandow Technically, your shirt uh, called I Heart Greater Than You, the Sandout, or technically your shirt should be called, quote, I Greater Than You, the Sandout Inequality, not the Sandout Equation, hashtag tweet table, hashtag math nerd, and he's very correct. That is not an equation. That is an inequality. Sure. Mm. <laughs> I am not a math person. Busted. Thought you were smart, Santa. Huh? Thought you were smart, Santa. Thought you were smart. At Table Show from Bad News Big Josh, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I'm no longer Rebel Trucker 12. This is me now. Hashtag Tweet Table. Well, get on, you bad news. Hmm. Do you approve? Yeah, I like Bad News Big Josh. Why not? I like Rebel Trucker. Yeah, Rebel Trucker. God, they just had an original. And Rebel Trucker Rebel 12. Trucker. Rebel Trucker 12. It, but Rebel Trucker sounds <laughs> like a new wrestler in Jeff Jarrett's organization. On the, yes, on the yes, on the broadcast, we would have, uh, this guy would always call, uh, would always tweet, and, and his Twitter was B.Ghost. It was B-D-O-T Ghost. And co-host Lester Greystone loved that name. But this guy is one of these guys that would always change his name. And every time... Les would be like, no, fuck that, man. Go back to B.Ghost. <laughs> like, I'm not hearing that. Like, he's just like, get your fucking name back. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what are you doing with this shit? <laughs> like, B.Ghost. All right. All right. But I right. do like, uh, I, I do like bad news. I do like that, but I just prefer, prefer man, I cannot yes. speak. Guys, I'm, this is a mulligan for me tonight. I can't speak for shit. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Katie seeing Punk 09. I'm over the punk chance. You should be too. At least until Whoa. at least until June first payback in Chicago. Hashtag tweet the table. Mm, ain't happening. Uh, Katie seeing Punk 09. So the role of Ric Flair in this version of Evolution is Stephanie. Hashtag tweet the table. I mean, yeah, it kinda is. It kinda makes sense. I mean she's the evolution of the the WWE. 
Yeah. You're pushing yeah. it. Now. Uh, no. <laughs> I know, but. No. What's she going to do? Wrestle? No. They were all four wrestlers. No. Yes, they were. No. No. Uh, WR Cataclysmic, you're not a lawyer, Michael. You're barely a commentator. Great line by JBL. Laugh my ass off. Hashtag SmackDown. Hashtag table. I caught that line. That was funny. Because he's like, well, I'm no lawyer. And he's like, you're not a lawyer. You're barely even a commentator. <laughs> JBL is good for those little one-liners. The boom. Boom. WIR Cataclysmic Neutralizer to the Big Show. Fuck yeah. Hashtag Two Table. Hashtag Diet Raw. Hashtag Swiss Superman. Was impressive, but I feel like we've seen it before. Oh, we did it to Kali. Can't we call him the Swiss Superman? Uh, that's what that's what it was. That's what I'm saying is instead of the King of Swing. Yeah, the Swiss Superman, yeah. God, you know. Mm. Yes. Let's see. Let's find something here. At GBL 316, Alicia Fox is not hot. Paige is smoking hot. I bet she screams in the bedroom, too. Hashtag to the table. Alicia Fox is good looking. But yeah, yeah bet, she is I very bet, good looking. Yeah, I bet Paige is a screamer. Calm down. This is getting That's really so, weird when yeah. we get all weird like this. Yeah. <laughs> GBL 316, monuments won't be the only thing that gets erected if Lana stays on my TV screen. Hashtag raw. Hashtag to the table. What are we doing here, guys? Mm. We're getting a little too. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, my God. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. at Wayne is a baker why do people that are giving Big Show a hard time stand right in his reach and don't ever try to avoid the knockout blow hashtag drink the table yeah that's whenever you're talking shit to the Big Show why would you stay within arm reach that makes sense yeah at Wayne is a baker bad news Barrett really did have some bad news for us 3 and B in the raw main event hashtag drink the table <laughs> yes Yes, 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 yes. yes. At Malcolm026, I'm really happy for EY, but I feel like they had a chance to make Magnus a credible champion, and they failed. It's TNA. Uh, Yeah, I get it. At AWWIR Chevy, hashtag tooth table, don't know if I should admit this, but I watched Slam City by myself. I've only watched one episode, and it was when Del Rio was making ice cream for Stone Cold or, or coffee. Oh for yeah, Stone that Cold. one was one of the worst ones. Was it? Yeah. Oh, he's making it for Stone Cold. Yeah. I watched the one where he's making it for a Sandow. Mm. That wasn't so good. My thing is the, the John Cena Big Show one was pretty good with the uh, with when he's working the car dealer or the car shop. Mm. Okay. And Big Show comes in, he's like, "You need to fix my car so I can fit in it." It's just like stuck to his ass, and it's like really tiny. <laughs> <laughs> like they have a little fight and there's some funny stuff. I'll have to watch that one. The only yeah. one I've seen is the Sandow or is the uh, Del Rio and Stone Cold. But here's my thing: why can't they voice it themselves? Yeah, I know. I don't understand that either because that does it, that's the Uncanny Valley for me. There, I'm like, this is not. Yeah, they, it I bothers mean, me. Yeah, it's not like they don't yeah. have the time, and they're bad even. Yeah, it's not even yeah. At AWWIR Chevy, hashtag tweet the table. This tweet is just an excuse so Captain Awesome can bother T Mac by saying H A W T hot. God, that is the worst. <laughs> the way you assholes feel about this Adam Rose is the way I feel about that stupid ass guy and his dumbass chant. Katie CM Punk 09, final one. Did my eyes deceive me or did I see Sting on the at WWE Network? Hashtag tweet the table. You did see Sting. It's amazing. WWE Network. It is amazing that you saw Sting on the WWE Network. Five years ago, would you ever guess no, that would happen? I, I would have thought it just wasn't going to happen anymore. 
Exactly. I mean, I thought there was a chance, but you know, just I wouldn't. Have, I would have said I'll believe it when I see it. And now I believe. I am it. so excited. Anyway, man, we gotta kick, keep this going so we can get the fuck out of here, man. And we are gonna do emails when we come back. Tweet the table. Keep doing it. Keep doing. Send it. us dollars. Come keep on. Keep doing it. Come on. Hashtag tweet table done. Emails up next on the Spanish announce table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, it's T-Mac. I need you guys to do me a favor. Go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and look on the menus on the left-hand side and click the survey link. That's a quick link that will help us with advertisers, which will help us keep the show running for free. It doesn't take long. It's just a few minutes. doesn't ask you for any weird information. It just really helps us out. So once again, go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and click on the survey link on the menus option on the left-hand side. And if you got some time or are looking to do some online shopping, click on the ads that we have scattered around the page or click on the PayPal donate button and give us a dollar. We've asked you this a million times. Please just give us a dollar. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Again, that is SpanishAnnounceTable.net. What's up, people? Mr. Old School, Alter Ego to the Mountie, here to let you know about a new podcast that I've been working on called Old School at the Movies. We talk all about the latest news and rumors, we review stats, we've got our own movie review of the week, predictions, contests, all that good stuff. Check us out at oldschoolmovies.net. Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. Where are you at, GBL? Where are you at, Cata? Where are you at, Rebel Trucker? Yeah, keep on playing that shit. Come on. Party, 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 party. All right, all right, all right, all right. Enough of that shit because we got to kick these fucking out because we got about 30 minutes before I got to do some work and get the fuck out of this place. I'm going to go to bed. To bed. We. Jeebs, woo! Cata, woo! We are doing emails. Yeah. Who we start off emails. with? Well, you know who we start off with. Uh-huh. We got a surprise for you, too. <clears throat> Come we on. We start off with Cata. Motherfucking Clismic. And you know what he says? What does he say? Oh, do you know what he says? I have an idea, but what does he say? He says, hey, yo. Did you notice that was different, Cata? Yeah, yeah, wait, wait. Hey, yo. Huh. Hall of Fame. He's been asking. And we delivered. And we delivered. He says, Hey, yo, it's that time again. You know what time it is? I mean, it's 11.28 on my clock. It's that time again. Let's do this! <laughs> well, I got no idea what to talk about this week as my computer is on the fritz and I have yet to watch Raw. I'm sitting this late and don't even know if you will get it in time, but here it goes. Okay. Hmm. So Impact is slowly slipping downhill. What do you guys see Aries, Kaz, and Daniels doing? 
Will they resign? I heard Saban has already left. Also, just wanted to get your thoughts on Je- about Jeff Jarrett's new promotion, Global <laughs> Force Wrestling. <laughs> also, I suggest you get off your fat asses and check out Daniel Bryan's Journey to WrestleMania 30 on the WWE Network. I already did. Very, very, very good. Very. And it's only an hour long. Cheers, Cappy and Mackie. Kata! Out. Uh, I did watch that. It was amazing. It made me like him even more because he's a regular dude, and he really went into the, hey, this whole WWE superstar thing. I don't really like it. I like being a pro wrestler, and I love that. Nice. Uh, what I see Aries, Kaz, and Daniels doing are going to GFW no. or FYMCW. Fuck yeah, America Championship nope. Wrestling. Nope, 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 oh, nope, nope, nope. Kaz and Daniels are going to fit in perfectly there. They'll be the heels because they're prissy and they're frilly and they drink their apple teenies and the boy that's not how we do things around here at fuck yeah america championship wrestling okay I, I can see those two going there but this is my prediction i think they resign and i think aries leaves and i think aries gets a look from wwe now i don't know if he'll make it but i think he'll get a look i bet you he gets a tryout You serious? He won't get a fucking. They're not gonna take him. Why not? Uh, because they just won't. Because he's he's be- below the. They're like way too short and way too small. They will not. That's below their level of tolerance. They barely tolerate Daniel Bryan. I don't know. Yeah. I bet you he gets a look. I don't know. Maybe so. Kata, you're fucking awesome. Yep. And. Up next, this one we actually got late last week, and he said, go ahead and use it for this week. Okay. Because it's, hey, guys, it's R-V-J, your most must-read table show emailer of all time. Oh, wait. We already read that one. Here. We read that. I actually did read that two weeks ago. What he did send us this time. (laughs) R-V-J here, guys. Who? Who? R V J. Yeah, it's all in one email chain, so I was reading the wrong one earlier. Uh-huh. Here we go. I'm sure that by this point you've already shared your views on Mania, but I just wanted to share mine as well, having attended live. It was an absolute great experience for me, one I'll never forget. I haven't had a chance to rewatch it on the network to see how it came off on TV, but being there, it felt like the best Mania of all time, at least top five. It was an emotional roller coaster, which is what made it special. Being my first live event, I noticed it was too difficult for 75,000-plus people to chant in unison, unless it was We the People, What, or the Yes chant, but only when Brian directed us. The best part of the night was closing and celebrating with Brian. But the feeling I'll never forget is the vibe that went through the arena after the ref slapped the mat for the third and final count on Taker. Absolutely unbelievable. There was between five and ten seconds after the three count where everyone thought it was a botch. Someone fucked up. But then the 21-1 graphic went up and people started to lose it. The delay in announcing the winner, the delay in playing Brock's music, everything about it was done to perfection by WWE to really capture the shock and disbelief. It was incredible. Without a doubt, the most shocking moment in wrestling history for me. Overall, from 1 to 10, I'd give Mania a 10. And on the same scale, I'll give Bourbon Street a 20. Saturday night on Bourbon Street was legendary. Yes, 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 I'm out. R. B. J. J. Dude, I'm jealous of that, dude. Mm-hmm. What a time. And yeah, did, did you listen to uh, Steve Austin with Lita? No. So before he brings on Lita, you know, he's just talking. And he's talking right. about 
the Undertaker streak and everything, he was in the production truck. He was doing like all his goodbyes and everything. He was going to take off early. And he's in the production truck and uh, he sees the Undertaker match is starting. He's like, oh, I got to watch that. So he's in the production truck watching it. And he says, Kevin Dunn's back there. And he's immediately like, crowd shots, crowd shots, crowd shots, crowd shots. Like, get the fucking crowd. And he was like, it was just amazing. Like, he was like, I was shocked. and couldn't believe, you know what I mean? Like the whole mm-hmm. thing. But he's just, it was funny hearing Austin give that backstage, like, you know, yeah. when they're like, crowd shots, crowd shots, get the fuck crowd, get right. the crowd. Yeah, amazing. Oh, man. I can, it definitely top five WrestleMania, I think. Top three to me. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's been so many and so many great moments that you, I mean, it's all personal preference on what you'd say you know, and, best and ever. But can I let me ask you this? So when you think of that moment, honestly, do you think of that black guy? Oh yeah, yeah. I, that's he's the, he's been interviewed by WWE now, and, to, and like I, his Twitter's blowing up. Yeah. I was reading some of his Twitter timelines, and like Matt Hardy that night was like, "This guy will be the new face of wrestling memes for a short term." Mm-hmm. And he responded, he was like, "And I'm fucked." Yeah. And Matt Hardy's like, "No, dude, just own it, man." And he's right. like, "Jesus Christ!" And then like so. He tweets at one – there was a Twitter account set up called at Black Taker Fan. He's like, really? Like, is that the name I'd pick? Like, the- <laughs> I mean, Poor that, that's who I think of when I think oh, yeah. of the streak ending is him. Like, I almost ex- I was like, is that a plant? Because right. Jesus. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, I did. I was talking to RVJ when I asked him. I said, "Is it all right if we use this next week?" Because we got a lady. He says, "Yeah, go for it. Use it this week." The only thing I would change was not only calling it the end of the streak. The most shocking moment in wrestling history, but the most shocking moment of my life. Still can't believe it. And yeah, he's got a damn good point there. It was just shocking. I said of television, and television's a huge part of my life, so, you know, it's up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. God damn. What an amazing thing. Uh, RVJ, you're awesome, dude. I'm, I'm glad you had a good time out there. I'm yeah, good for, for you. you. Yeah, I'm excited good for you. Good for you. I'll, be, I'll yeah. see you next year if you go, because yeah. I'm going. I got a credit card just for WrestleMania. Yeah. Come on. Okay, so we did two, three, four, five, six emails this week. I thought it was seven. Six. 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 We, was six. We got one to the contact us form on yes. the SpanishNounceTable.net. Yes, Which you can you. use. You can go to SpanishNounceTable.net, and you don't have to even open your email. This one comes from Bad News Big Josh. Yeah. Just a short email for you guys. After rewatching the Hall of Fame and his promo on Raw, the Warrior definitely looked to be in bad shape. Do you guys think that maybe he knew his time was about up? Rest in peace, Warrior. You will be dearly missed. Keep up the great work, guys. I do remember thinking the guy didn't look great, right? I remember thinking he was red. He was sweaty. But I was like, but that's Warrior. You know, he's always been that way. So I just thought, I just more thought, I mean, time hasn't been nice to the Warrior. I didn't think this guy's doomed. Yeah. But I just thought, I thought I thought it was maybe he felt uncomfortable because he thought maybe people still didn't like him and he had to speak in front of him. Right. And both nights, he spoke in front of a shit ton of people. Oh, yeah. You know, and kind of like what we said about Hogan when he opened WrestleMania, sometimes you forget what it's like to be in front of that many people. So I thought maybe he was overwhelmed by the moment just a little bit. Uh and I don't think he knew those guys at, at any level of sport or entertainment. I think your confidence level is I'm bulletproof. Yeah, I might feel like shit today, but let me, you know, take an ibuprofen, sleep this off, and I'll be better tomorrow. And so I don't think he knew. 
I don't. I, yeah, I, yeah. Then that's just a hunch. Those guys yeah, are all just so supremely confident yeah. that they can go through anything. I read something too that he had talked before about knowing what he did to his body to become the ultimate warrior. Mm-hmm. That he said, "I know I'm probably sacrificing a long life, right?" And but he also knew his dad and his grandfather yeah. both died short, so he was kind of. But he said he wouldn't change any of it because he wouldn't have been the ultimate warrior without right. doing it. Yeah. So it sucks now though that he had two little kids. And, oh, of you know, course. I mean, you that's know. the worst I part mean, out yeah. of all of it. Because, like, they go from this high of seeing their dad mm-hmm. celebrated and a literally a two-day turnaround, mm-hmm. one-day turnaround, two-day mm-hmm. turnaround, something like that, two or three days. And then it's like yep. one day. It was one, one day. day, Monday night. And then Tuesday night, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just crazy. Very. Just insane. Bad news, Big Josh. Yeah. Thanks for emailing us, man. Hey, before we go any further, we wanted to mention this. Uh, I shopped around our, our uh, interview with Rob Schamberger to some of the wrestling news sites and one uh, put it up Wrestling Inc. Wrestling Inc. It's wrestling a site I actually visit is, and I'm being legit about says, saying that. It's really good. It says it's the largest independently owned wrestling website in the world. I mean, it's great. Yeah, uh, they do really good stuff. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Inc. Twitter.com slash Wrestling Inc. Come on. Uh, they're awesome. They've always helped us out. Whenever we had a new story, they were one of the first to put it up. Yeah, very uh, good. Guy's good awesome, people. so I want to give them a good plug. Wrestling Inc., check that one out. Wrestling Inc. Check that one out. Open it in your Canadians browser while you listen say. to us. Yes. Huh. Next up, Katie. The First Lady. Says, hey, 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 First Lady here. Hey, guys, well, after watching Raw this week, I have a few questions and comments. First, the Warrior tribute was great. Mm-hmm. Yes. On to Extreme Rules. So far, it's Cena versus Wyatt in a cage match. What are the matches and stipulations can we expect? There's rumors we might get a War Games type match. Thoughts? Also, how long do you think Daniel Bryan's title reign will last? Love you guys as always later. Katie! The First Lady. Mm, yes. Uh, I, War Games, Triple H has always been pushing to get that in there. And McMahon is always like, meh. Now he's running it, so. But yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing some kind of similar, some I'm, reversion I'm, of the War Games. I got the War Games DVD. I'm a huge fan of the War Games platform. Uh, so I hope to see it. I don't know because the, what I think of instantly is teams, but the shield only has Daniel Bryan. So unless you legitimately blow your wad, as you like to say, and just do Kane, Triple H, uh, Orton and Batista versus the shield and Daniel Bryan and throw in the Usos or something. Right, yeah. I mean, what else you got? Yeah, I don't know. Because you can't do three on three in a war game. That's not enough people. No. So I don't know. I don't know. Be interesting. Yeah. What else did she say here again? I forgot. Um, uh, any other matches or stipulations? I can't. It's kind of. I mean, we'll get the Shield versus. I think we'll get Cesaro versus Swagger. Yeah. I think Swagger costs Cesaro the IC tournament, and then that's where we get you, that match. You think we get Shield versus uh, Bortistan and Triple H? You know, that's what it seems like they're moving towards, but I feel like... And we'll get Kane Daniel Bryan. I feel like Kane Daniel Bryan will definitely happen. Yeah. But I feel like the Bortista, is that what you're calling him? Bortistan. Bortistan? Yes. Okay, Bortistan <laughs> and Triple H, or Evolution. Yeah. Uh, Shield, I think that's going to be saved. Here's my thought. I th- I feel like it should be sh- saved for SummerSlam, but I feel like SummerSlam is where you're going to get Roman Reigns and Triple, Triple H, H yeah. which I thought would be for Mania, but it seems like they're just going to go mm-hmm. right now to that. How long do you think Debra's title reign will last? It would be 
uh, very ironic if it ended at SummerSlam. Yeah, it would be very ironic, wouldn't it? Uh, but I think he'll go to... I think it's going to be a long one. Yeah. And I think it's going to be Survivor Series? Mm. This is what, November? So no, Survivor Series November. Yeah, yes. I think mm. no, Survivor yep. Series. Oh, that's a long one. That's what I'm saying. Huh. Well, not really. April to November? I mean, Punk that's, held it for a year. Yeah, well, yeah. All right, we'll move on. Katie, awesome as always. You're the best. Maybe a sign, unless we get in the suite, and then I'm sorry. How about this? We'll try to make a sign, because I'm not guaranteeing anything. We'll try to make a sign, and if we do, <laughs> we'll take a picture of it, and we'll put it on our Twitter. <laughs> I mean, at the show. I mean, I'll, I'll take it to the yeah, show. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll move on. Katie, we'll do everything we can. But um, if we don't. Unless we get free drinks and free food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> then, then, you hey, know, go on. Then, hey, yeah. you know, hey. Toons Brian emailed us. Yes. He says, awesome. T-Mac, I don't often do storylines because it's like playing armchair GM with sports teams. But I've come up with what everybody, including Jim Ross, seems to think is a terrible idea and thought I'd throw it your way to see what you think. Since I was a kid, I've always loved the Brooklyn Brawler. (laughs) I've loved that he always lost, but always came to fight anyway. And still, he's never won anything. He's paid his dues, and that's why when the time comes, I think he should be used to break up the shield. Imagine Kane on an old school Raw announcing a U.S. title match between Ambrose and Brawler with the rest of the shield banned from ringside. By design, Ambrose loses the title, giving Brawler his career moment. But then, before any rematch clause can be invoked, Brawler has to defend against Seth Rollins, who is also deserving of the title. The WWE already used their Shield Summit to clear up one tiff. This would be a tough situation for them to get solved. What do you think? Keep up the good work and hashtag love me some PB and MF and J. I like the peanut butter and jelly. Uh, gross. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's seems like a yeah, you know, Brooklyn Brawler. Seen the Brooklyn Brawler win like a mid card strap, and everybody's hey, cool. Right, but I don't even know if that guy can go. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's been out there doing stuff. I mean, I, I don't that know. would be a neat moment, but I think the Shield is deserving of something better than that. Uh, yeah, and I think if you're gonna do the whole <laughs> loser, kid, are you being serious? To right, Brian? right. <laughs> like, but I think if you're gonna Brian. do the whole loser wins the mid card thing out of nowhere, isn't this a shock? Do it with Heath Slater. Yeah. He's a guy that just gets his ass kicked all the time. He's a heat magnet. And so have him beat the the United States. That would be the equivalent of the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah. I think we're a no-go, Brian. But we are a go on is him being fucking awesome and working on our website for us and creating the new logo. He's the best. He's fucking awesome. He is awesome, unlike peanut butter and fucking jelly. Nope. You're wrong. Bringing it in next week. All right. Final email. Final email. You ready? Yeah. GBL. Yes. What's up, fellas? Un-PGBL here. How you doing? Fuck yeah! How you doing? Fuck yeah! He says, well, I'm back from the most kick-ass fucking time ever at WrestleMania, and I have a question for you. Do you think TNA are setting fuckface Hardy's character Willow to fail? Hmm. His debut was against Rockstar Spud. Fuck, I hate that guy, too. Losing by DQ. To me, Willow is just a grumpy fuck Jeff Hardy with a stupid mask. What do you guys think? Think? Oh, excuse me. Thanks for the kick-ass podcastery. Jeebs, motherfucking out of here. <laughs> Laters. 
I love UnPG. UnPG is the best. <laughs> oh god, UnPG is the best. Uh, yeah. I don't think they. Here's what I think. Uh huh. I think Jeff Hardy came to the creative with a gym bag and said, "Guys, got an idea." Pulls that fucking mask out of the gym bag. Goes Willow, and creative goes. Yeah, fuck it. And so I, I, I almost kind of went there like, this shit ought to be good. <laughs> well, that's kind of what yeah. they're you know kind of said in the Katie back of their Jeff. brain, right? Yeah. So they're like, okay, you do whatever you want. And so they said, since you're doing whatever you want, you got to work your way to main event status. Yeah, yeah. And now it's Jeff Hardy coming up with the worst ideas and, and creative going, "It's on you, bud." Not yeah, us. man. Yeah, it sucks. So we're not going to push you. You know, it's yeah. proven that it sucks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I also kind of wonder too if maybe in some contractual thing, maybe hey, we need people to take a pay cut like they've been doing. Well, I'll do it if you let me do. Mm-hmm. Willow, Willow. All right, cool. Well, it's all on you. And if it sucks, which we think it will, uh, we ain't getting blamed. You know what doesn't suck? On PGBL. Yeah, that dude is awesome. All the emailers are awesome. Of course, fucking great. Yeah, I love it. Are we done? Yes. Oh. Travis Conley's fucking awesome. Yeah. Travis Conley. Tweet the fucking table's awesome. News is awesome. News is awesome. I'm Captain Awesome. I'm average. Yeah. Titan T-Mac. In all places. Come on. Whoa. It's okay. Katie, he's sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what I'm not average at? What? Whipping your ass in uh, picks. We'll see because our next one coming up to start off our new round of picks We'll be a TNA. Oh, uh, shit. So oh, there you fuck. go, motherfucker. Taking an early lead. <laughs> you want to do a bet on this one? No. <laughs> Come on. No, like what? I don't know. Something. Come on, because I think our picks are next week, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to double check. Fuck. But we've got to get out of here because we got shit to do, my friend. And this has been episode 38 yeah. of the Spanish Downs Table. I like this episode, man. What an interview. What an First of interview. all. And I feel like we could have talked to that guy for the whole entire fucking show, man. Yep. We'll have to Great. have him back on. Hey, let us know your thoughts on the interview because that's the thing. We do these interviews and we love them, but I want the feedback from you guys. Yeah, yeah. You told us about Rob Schamberger and that's yeah. great. Thank yes. you, as yes. always. But tell us if you like this shit. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, hit us up. SpanishDownsTable.net at Table Show on Twitter. Tableshow at gmail.com. That's where you can also send your PayPal donations if you want to send us a fucking dollar. I'm at the Awesome Voice. This is at Titan T Mac. Titan T Mac. Titan T Mac. What else is there? Jesus Christ. Huh? Use hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. Right? Give us a dollar. Yeah. Give us a dollar. Visit the site. Check out the Trending Topics Network also. Split decision. Split decision. Maybe the broadcast coming soon. Yeah, come on. Maybe, 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 maybe. Next week, number 39. Coming up on 40. I'm up on board. Number 30, hitting that midlife crisis. Yeah. Episode 39 next week, Spanish Announce Table. Same Spanish Announce Table time. Same Spanish Announce Table channel. SpanishAnnounceTable.net. TrainTopicsNetwork.com. <laughs>